This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Copeland Field inside of Nis Stadium on a beautiful evening here at Ontario High School, it is time for week number one of the high school football season. As tonight, we've got a great one lined up for you, the Backyard Brawl 2022 edition, as Ontario was gracious enough to host the Lexington Minutemen. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you on an absolutely gorgeous evening here in late August. A great evening to get uh, football started this year. And on a Thursday night, no less, as we are one of just a handful of games around the state of Ohio tonight. And from what I've heard, this game next year will go back to Friday night. So uh, this is, uh, you know, almost sort of history in the making here, Nick, and history ending tonight with this Thursday night matchup, but a great one ahead nonetheless as the Minutemen come into this one red hot in this rivalry. They've won three in a row, and they've been uh, they've done that in dominant fashion. Uh, the Minutemen have won the last three. Last year they, they defended their home turf 45 to nothing. The year before that, they came here on a muddy uh, late November or early November game, uh, and they won that one 25 to 21. And three years ago, the Minutemen defended their home turf against Ontario 47-21. So they've been dominant the last three years as we're ready for the national anthem. Under the direction of high school band director Elijah Henkel. The Warrior Marching Band there with the rendition tonight of the National Anthem. And we are just about 10 minutes away from kickoff tonight. But back to what I was just saying there, Nick. Uh, the Minutemen, the last three years, have dominated this rivalry, uh, outscoring Ontario well over 100. And uh, they've only given up less than 50 in this in this rivalry the last three years, including that shutout last year. So. It's it, it really the last three years hasn't been much of a rivalry. Uh, it's it's definitely been uh, all Lexington, uh, but of course this year a brand new year. Cole Pauley, three-year starting quarterback, not here anymore. AJ Young will get his first career start at quarterback tonight. Uh, the senior, 
a little bit of a different uh, style of quarterback and a different weapon than Cole Pauley. Certainly doesn't have the arm strength that Cole had, but A.J. a little more versatile, especially running around in the backfield and uh, might give the Lexington offense just a, a different dynamic, just a totally different look than what Cole Pauley gave uh, the Minutemen. And then, of course, you've got first-year head coach Andrew Saris, uh, who came over from Madison. This will be his first game as a head coach, and uh, he's looking to get things started off in this rivalry the right way for him. Uh, of course, last year, Coach Gerhardt did a great job with these Minutemen um, after, you know, he took a couple of years off and came back, put a great year in, and now he's gone, and Coach Saris will take over the reins uh, for the Minutemen. So... Uh, not only do the Minutemen have a first-year head coach, but the Warriors do as well. Coach Aaron Eckert steps in for his first season as a head coach. So somebody tonight's going to get their first career victory uh, between these two coaches. As we are awaiting, the Warrior band is lined up, and uh, they've kind of got their tunnel formed. And the Warriors will run out momentarily. Across the way, Lexington has pretty much packed out their space on the far sideline. Great student section tonight for the Minutemen. They, uh, the students from Lexington decided to go with a whiteout theme, and uh, they'll also go with the all-white uniforms, which we'll get to in just a couple of minutes. But uh, we're going to look for some potential uh, big plays tonight from some freshmen as well from Lexington. And it starts with Braden Fogel, who's going to be out uh, at the wide receiver spot and uh, looking to make plays for the Minutemen. Uh, I talked to Coach Saris the other day. Minutemen a little banged up. Uh, Jordan Byrice out for the year with a serious injury. Uh, Mason Green is kind of banged up as well, so their backfield a little bit uh, – they're, they're short back there. So what I've heard is Carter Newman, who was a great wide receiver and had a fantastic breakout season last year, uh, from what I understand, Carter might step back into the tailback position and take some carries tonight as well. Defensively, though, Minutemen have a ton coming back. Matt Dwyer, leader in sacks last year with eight sacks on the season. He's back for the Minutemen. And their leading tackler, Hudson Moore, who had 65 tackles last year, he's going to be back to anchor down that defense. And then their secondary, they get their defensive backs. Uh, they're coming back as well. DJ Johnson, Jamarian Fagan. And then we'll look for some other Minutemen to step in and step up and make some plays on that defense this year for the Minutemen. But uh, – it's, it's always great when you see your leading uh, tackler and the player that led in sacks last year come back, Nick. Yeah, I mean, a lot coming back. The defense is going to be fun to watch. The offense can be very dynamic. I mean, you got a lot of depth at the skill position. I mean, yes, your backfield's a little banged up, but, I mean, any way you can get Carter Newman the ball out in space, I think is going to be really beneficial. We saw his – I mean, his, his downhill speed is incredible. And, I, I mean – any way you can get the ball in his hands as well as Hudson's. I think Hudson's going to be a very big part of this offense this year finally. Uh, in, the, in the last couple of years, he, he's been kind of overshadowed a little bit, more of a blocker and kind of leading the way. But I think this year he's going to have a big role offensively. He's going to get a lot of touches, especially down in that red zone. Yeah, also Cooper Dreibelbiss will get some carries tonight as well. He uh, had a few carries last year whenever the Minutemen could work him in just to get some experience, and now the junior will step up and uh, he'll be in the backfield as well, looking to make some plays early on this season and, uh, and get his name out there to the Lexington faithful. 
So we are just about five and a half minutes from kickoff and still waiting for either one of the teams to show themselves here. And while, they, while we wait, we'll take just a quick break and we'll be back for kickoff in just a moment. You're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here inside of NIST Stadium on Copeland Field, we are set for the Backyard Brawl 2022 edition. Warriors and Minutemen. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Uh, Before we get started with tonight's matchup, just wanted to uh, relay to you all listening that uh, tonight is Eric Grove night here 
at Ontario High School. Grover, uh, for those of you, I'm sure most of you listening know that he was the PA announcer here for the longest time for football and basketball. Uh, Grover was a good dude, very nice guy, passed away unexpectedly back in February, but they uh, dedicated the press box to him, and it is now called the Eric Grove Press Box. So that's where we're sitting tonight, up here behind enemy lines, surrounded by Ontario folks who are all giving us a hard time already. (laughs) for wearing our Lex gear up here. But it's like I was telling them, we just go where they put us. Can't help you. Uh, tonight, uniforms brought to you by BP Electric. Check them out, BP Electric of OH. They're located in Lexington. Great people over there. Uh, the posts are phenomenal people. Uh, that they, they do great work in the city of Lexington. The village of Lexington, I should say. And uh, uniforms tonight. The Minutemen going with those clean, all-white uniforms. Yeah, this year they've got all-white uniforms. They've got white helmets. Brand-new white helmets. So they will go with the white helmets, purple and gold stripe down the middle. They've got the player numbers on the left side, block L on the right side, purple jerseys, or excuse me, white jerseys with purple and gold trim, purple numbers with gold trim, all-white pants with a block purple L on the left hip. That is your Minutemen. The Warriors going with the white helmets as well with the block O on the right side. Player numbers on the left. They'll have the blue jerseys with the gold numbers. A little bit of white trim and all black pants for the Warriors. So all white for Lex, blue and black for the Warriors. And we are just about set for kickoff. Lex will receive tonight's kickoff. And Trey Booker will get set to run up and boot it left to right as we see it. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Start of the 2022 season is upon us already. Glad to have you with us as they boot it deep. And back to return. Running up is going to be Jackson Windham, and he's going to get out to the 25 and fumble on the tackle. I thought he was down, but they are going to say it was a fumble. I thought he hit the ground, and that's what caused the ball to come out. That's not how the referee saw it. It'll be Ontario football right off the kickoff here. And they're going to have it at the Lex 25. Disastrous start right off the bat. But, yeah, I agree. I thought, I mean, he looked pretty down to me. But, like you said, referees thought otherwise. If we we had replay in high school, I think his elbow hit the ground and caused the ball to come out. But no replay in high school of course and we're at ontario so any calls not gonna go the lex direction so we thought we'd see an early look at lex's offense here but instead ontario will come out and they'll go left to right and they'll start this drive at the 25 yard line pretty good starting field position right bogpin miller will come out and run the offense for the warriors He's got two backs with him in the shotgun. He's got one wide receiver split off to each side, first and 10. Miller takes the snap, fakes the give. It looked like it may be a broken play. I don't think that was an intended RPO, and he's going to run to the left side there for about three or four yards. It looked like the uh, running back that he faked the handoff to went the other direction. Maybe. Yeah. So Miller will scamper for three yards, second and seven coming up from the 22. Miller looks over to the near sideline to get the play. And they'll come out. Warriors bring out the shotgun again. One wide receiver split off to each side. 
Miller with a running back on each hip. Fakes the give. He's going to look right. He's being pressured. He's being pressured. He has to throw it away, and he throws it out of bounds, and it's going to be intentional grounding as it didn't go past the line of scrimmage. And, and yet again, that play kind of looked a little busted. I mean, he kind of faked the handoff. and then But nobody was there to fake the handoff, yeah. too. So if there's no running back there and you're faking the handoff, the defense is probably thinking, <laughs> we're going to come get you because there's nobody there. And then that Minutemen defense, I mean, they were all just flying to the football right there. He had nowhere to go. So. Well, now they're discussing. I thought it was Well, it should obvious. be a spot foul there and a loss yeah. of downs. So it should be all the way back. They threw the flag at the 39. I think they're just making sure they get the spot correct. Actually, they're going to mark it. So it's a yardage penalty from where he threw the ball, it looks like. A five-yard penalty wow. from where he threw it. So that's almost a sack plus a penalty. So that's going to push the Warriors all the way back to the 44. So not a great start for the special teams for the Minutemen, but defensively, I mean, they've been in there both, both plays. Yeah. Making Miller scramble. And now Miller will send five wide, two to the left, three to the right. It's going to be third and 22 from the 44-yard line. Bogpin Miller in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's going to run it right up the middle. It's a QB draw, and he's going to get out to the 36 before he's tackled hard by Jamarian Fagan. And that'll set up a fourth and long for the Warriors. So Miller will pick up eight yards there. And fourth down and long. The Warriors will send on the punt unit. So the Minutemen here will have another chance to... Minutemen here will have a chance to get, get it right on special teams. And no damage done. Yeah, Ben, don't break. Adam Kern will step back to punt it, and the punt goes over his head, and what now? Well, there was a timeout or a whistle before the play. It was a botched snap there. That could have been disastrous for the Warriors. So Yet again. We haven't even really seen the Minutemen fumbled the open opening kickoff, and since then the Warriors have gone backwards. It was a delay of game. So the Warriors will move back five more yards. So all things considered, Minutemen looking pretty good right now, even after a little bit of a rough start. So Kern now will take a clean snap, gets the punt away, and Carter Newman will let it bounce over his head. It's going to roll, and it's going to roll, and it's going to go down to the three-yard line. And that is where the Minutemen will take over for their first offensive drive of the night. But defensively, Nick, Minutemen look good, but at the same time, Warriors look a little bit in disarray offensively. So they did uh, – they helped the Minutemen out a little bit there. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, defense came out. They're, they're supposed to do, get the ball back to this offense and, I mean, pinned back a little deep. But, yeah, 
Now but first it, look at this new offense. Well, and it looked good there, Nick, to see the Minutemen blitz a little bit. They yeah, absolutely. sent some guys up the middle. And then on third down, you just play a little prevent defense and get out of there with a punt. But Minutemen do start on their own three-yard line. So we'll see A.J. Young here in the pistol. A.J.'s going to send Hudson Moore in motion, takes a high snap, but he catches it, gets it off, and a handoff up the middle is going to gain maybe a yard. And who was that, Nick? I didn't see. Carter Newman it was getting Carter. start. And we did talk about that in the pregame show. We thought Carter Newman might get some carries back there. Didn't know for sure if he would start at the tailback spot tonight. Men and men a little beat up at the running back position. So they'll actually give Carter a yard there. Second and a long eight coming up. Just a little bit over a yard on first down there. Second and eight. Minutemen send two to the left, one to the right. A.J. Young in the pistol takes the snap. Give Carter Newman off the right side. He's got room to the five, to the ten. Breaks through. He's in the secondary. Nobody's in front of him. He's to the 50, and now it's a foot race down the far sideline. Carter Newman's going to take it. 97 yards. Well, not a bad debut at running back for Carter Newman. Golly. And you said it in the pregame, that's exactly who you want to have the ball, whether he's at tailback or wide receiver. Carter Newman all the way for the Minutemen, and they have an early 6 to nothing lead. Well, yeah, it looked like there for a moment, the Ontario Warriors kind of had him bottled up off that right side, and he broke a couple tackles and just shot through the gap. And once he's out in the open space, no one's going to catch him on this football field. And he did. As Nick mentioned there, he broke one tackle at the line of scrimmage, and he was gone off the right side. So the Minutemen now will try to tack on the extra point. A.J. Young will also do kicking duties for the Minutemen. Snap is back. Hold is a good one. Kick is up, and A.J. Hasn't missed many of those in his three going on four-year career. At Lexington, and the Minutemen with a 7-0 lead early on here at Copeland Field on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. H.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. And Coach Saris, no doubt, a very happy man right now <laughs> as his Minutemen strike early. They lead it 7-0. to zero. Officially, was that 97 or 96 yards? Officially 96. Okay, so 96-yard touchdown run from Carter Newman. On just the second play of the game for the Minutemen offense. And now the defense that looked so good is going to be back on the field already. 9.02 to go first quarter. A.J. Young will get set to kick the ball off at the 40-yard line. He's going to kick it right to left as we see it. Back to return for the Warriors is Braxton Hall. And... Can't see the other number there, Nick. Who is that? Is that a seven? Sure. 
Peyton Dugan. That would make sense. He's involved in this Warrior offense quite a bit as A.J. Young tried to angle that one towards the corner on the far sideline, ended up kicking it out of bounds right near the 10-yard line. So that'll be a penalty. And the Warriors, not as good of a starting field position as the first possession, but still good starting field position here for the Warriors. As the Minutemen fumbled the opening kickoff, Warriors started with the ball on the Lex 25, couldn't do anything with it. And now, after the Minutemen score, they kick the ball out of bounds, and they're going to give the Warriors great field position again. So this will come out, I believe, Nick, to the 35 or 40. I say it should be the 35. Well, they're putting the ball down at the 20, and that's not right. So we've got to get this figured out. Uh, it should be the 40, I believe. I know it's not the 20. So the referee's still marking off the yardage here, which is funny to me because this is just a very cut-and-dry penalty. You just put the ball wherever they told you to put the ball in the rule book, which is the 35-yard line. No need to mark off steps there. It just goes straight to the 35. That's their first game too, right? Referee had to get his steps in tonight. First and 10 from the 35. Miller will send five wide, two to the left, two to the uh, three to the right. They'll send a man in motion, and they will fake the give. Miller's going to be wrapped up and tackled back at the 26. Minute men everywhere. There were five of them in there. I mean, these guys, are they're, they're pinning their ears back, and they're coming. They I mean, really are. I mean, they are uh, they're not playing safe in any way in the secondary. They're bringing everything up front. And, and the line, too, just doing a great job getting through the Ontario offensive line. So a big loss, loss of five, second and 15 coming up for the Warriors at their own 30. Miller will have a running back on his right hip this time in the shotgun. He'll send three wide receivers left, one to the right. Second and 15, takes the snap. He's going to look to throw, and he does down the near sideline. He's got him in and down to the 43-yard line. A completed pass there to Chase Studer. And the Warriors across midfield. Yeah, some good touch there from Miller. It looks like the Lex, uh, Lex defense was a little confused there, and Ontario caught him sleeping. Yeah, and it looked like, too, the Warrior offensive line did a great job up front that play. That was the first time they've kind of held back the Minutemen defensive line. Now we'll see how the Minutemen respond. Miller will send one to the left, one to the right. He's in the shotgun, takes the snap, gives it off, and Studer off the right side. Going to have a nice gain out to about the 35-yard line, a gain of six. Second and four coming up for the Warriors. And Studer, tough runner. I mean, he's a big, big kid. He'll put, put his head down and just kind of go. The Warriors don't have a ton of size on the line, but they're skill position players. Man, they are very athletic. Miller, second and four. Two wide receivers right, one to the left. He's in the shotgun with Studer on his left hip. Minutemen looking for a stop here on second down. Miller takes the snap, and he's back to pass. Minutemen don't blitz this time. Miller's going to roll to his right, throws down the near sideline, wide open at the five-yard line. Dylan Floyd's going to catch it and walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. And that is the first time since 2020 that the Warriors have scored on the Minutemen. <laughs> Man, there must have been a breakdown in coverage or something because he was wide open. I mean, no one around him within five, 15 yards. 
So, they didn't score as quickly as the Minutemen, but the Warriors marched right down the field and answered the Minutemen. It is now seven to six. And on to attempt the extra point, Trey Booker for the Warriors. Snap is back, it's a good one. The hold is good, the kick is up and it is also good. 7.05 to go, first quarter. We've got a tie ball game here at Copeland Field. 7-7, Minutemen and Warriors on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearlovevillage.com. Ontario answers, makes it 7-7 here at Copeland Field, inside of Nist Stadium. Minutemen going to try to answer right back here and Keep some of that momentum on offense. Actually, the Minutemen have only run two plays on offense. Two plays for 98 yards and a touchdown. 96 <laughs> of those from Carter Newman. Actually, he got all 98, all 98 yards, but 96-yard touchdown. So, Trey Booker will kick off left to right. He's got it lined up on the 40 right down in front of us. And back to receive, Jackson Windham for the Minutemen. They've got a couple of up men as well. Jamarian Fagan, one of those. And instead, it's going to go over towards the far sideline and roll out of bounds. So the Minutemen going to get a kickoff out of bounds back from the Warriors, and they'll start at the 35-yard line. I thought that ball was about to die right there on that far hash mark. It wanted to. It's rolled a little bit more out of bounds. And, Nick, we don't have – was that 21, I think, over there on the kick coverage for the – or the, the kick return team for the Minutemen. I thought that was, I was going to say it was DJ, DJ Johnson, Johnson, but he yeah. switched numbers, I think, on the roster we have, oh. unless he took 21 back. Well, I, I think it was DJ over there. Yeah, though. I'm looking at this other one okay. with the white jerseys. They got different numbers, so that was DJ. So DJ wisely let the ball go out of bounds. Minutemen will take over at their own 35, 7-7. Seven seven. First and 10, A.J. Young. In the shotgun, he's got three wide to the left, one to the right. A.J. takes the snap. They'll give up the middle and squeaking through for an easy five-yard gain there, maybe six yards, was for the first time tonight Cooper Dreibelbus. And a good first carry on the year for him. Second and four coming up, and Dreibelbus will head to the sideline and Carter Newman will come in now, and he'll take the tailback spot as A.J. Young brings out the huddle, and he'll go into the pistol this time. One wide to the left, two to the right. A.J., and there's motion on the near side, and we've got a false start, and I think actually maybe the center didn't go, and everybody else went. So everybody went, and there was no snap. Oh, they called offside. Oh, they called offside, so the Warriors jumped, and that's why... <laughs> the Minutemen jumped. So that'll be a free first down for the Minutemen. 
Gain of five. It was second and four, so first and ten now. A.J. Young back in the pistol already. He's ready to go. Takes a high snap. He has to catch it. He's going to have to try to run, and he's going to get brought down in the backfield. Back at the 43-yard line, and it'll be a loss of three. Second and 13 coming up for the Minutemen. Yeah, that's the second high snap that I've noticed that A.J.'s had to catch and bring down real quick to try to make a play. So something interesting to watch there. So second and 13. Well, it looks like there is another flag on the on the field over here. Oh, face mask. I, I was going to, Nick, I should have. It's early in the season, I know, and I'm always right, but I need to speak up more because I was going to say A.J. Young got face masked. And they, only, they called it an incidental. But I didn't say it, and now I regret it because now I look stupid. That's all right. It's the first game of the season. In my mind, I was right, though. I, it was a face mask. So first down again, and they'll mark it from the end of that play. So it'll be first and eight coming up for the Minutemen. A.J. Young in the pistol. He's got two to the left, one to the right. He's got Carter Newman right behind him. And now we're going to... The only thing I can think here is... Okay, they're waiting. Referees needed to clear something up. Minute men in the pistol. A.J. Young takes the snap. First and eight gives. Carter Newman up the middle. He's going to fight through a couple of tackles and gain a few extra yards after contact there. He'll get three or four. It's going to set up second and short. And on the tackle, number 50, Ryder Hensley, number seven, Newman. So. Second down and five. Well, they're going to call it second and five here. Minutemen, though, over midfield again. They're at the Warrior 49-yard line. A.J. Young will bring him out. He's in the pistol with Hudson Moore on his right hip. Carter Newman right behind him. He's got two wide to the left. One to the right sends Jackson Windham in motion. A.J. will take the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll left. A.J.'s going to scramble now back to the right, and he's going to go down way back, way back at the... 39-yard line, Braylon Boone with a big sack there for the Warriors. That's a loss of 12 there on second down. Oof. So third and 15, third and 17 coming up for the Minutemen. And A.J., by the time he rolled out, saw some Warriors had to roll back yeah. the other direction, and they gobbled him up. Well, it looks like they were trying to go over here to Fogel. He had one-on-one -on -one coverage with no one over the top. Third and 17. A.J. in the pistol or in the uh, shotgun this time. Takes the snap. He's going to roll left, and he's sacked again. Warriors just bringing the heat, and they get to him. And it is going to be fourth and a mile. Minutemen are going to have to punt. So... Fourth and 24. A.J. Young will stand back to punt. Minutemen trying to get the punt team on here. Still got 10 on the play clock, so they'll get things set here. 
Peyton Dugan back to return this uh, punt for the Warriors. A.J. Young will get it away. And Dugan going to take it at the 34. And great coverage down there by the Minutemen to get a hold of him right as he caught it. And they'll stop him right there. And down there on the coverage, Mason Green. So Mason, a little banged up last couple of weeks. Good to see him out there making a play, and he'll stay on to play some defense. So first and 10, Warriors going to have it at their own 31-yard line with 3.43 to go first quarter. It's 7-7. Tie ball game here at Ontario. As the Warriors, who marched first drive, didn't look so good. Second drive, marched right down the field. So take your pick, Nick. We'll see what we get here. Hopefully similar to the first drive. As Miller will be in the shotgun for the Warriors here. One wide to each side, but he gives instead to Studer up the middle. No gain. Minutemen had him bottled up. And we got a flag coming in back here in the secondary. That might be a hold. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Because the back Unless judge there was somehow it. a defensive face mask, as maybe one of the Minutemen was trying to shed a block there and got a hold of a warrior. But it, and yeah, it, it is like going to be, eh, it's going to be on the Warriors. It is holding. I think <laughs> we've got. They like, don't even know. <laughs> Three referees pointing towards the Warriors. One referee doesn't know where he's going, and it's going to be on the Warriors. So it'll be another penalty on Ontario here early on in the first quarter. But it's week one. This happens, especially at the high school level. So first and 20, Minutemen trying to get a big stop here on defense. Warriors will have it at their own 22-yard line. Miller in the shotgun with Studer on his left hip. He's got three wideouts left, one to the right. And a timeout. Minutemen as Coach Saris came flying oh, so down the sideline. He was sprinting down that sideline. <laughs> Minutemen didn't see something or saw something, I should say, that they didn't like, and they'll take a timeout. So the first timeout for either team used here with 3.33 to go, first quarter. 7-7. Seven to seven. Minutemen. Began the night in the scoring column with a 96-yard touchdown run by Carter Newman. Warriors then quickly answered with a 65-yard uh, drive of their own. Capped off by a touchdown pass from Bogpin Miller to Dylan Floyd. And both extra points were good from each team. And that's how we stand at 7-7. Glad to have you along with us tonight. It is great to be back up here in the booth. Beautiful night here in Ontario. Sun is shining. Only clouds in the sky are way off in the distance, but right over top of us, there is not a single cloud in the sky. Perfect way to start football here in 2022 on a Thursday night. I feel like it's been forever since we've been in the booth. I feel like basketball season ended a year ago. <laughs> and it we've never been in the booth here, actually. No. Last time we were here, it was November, and we were in the rain over on the far side, up in the stands, trying 20, to stay warm. I'll say 20 degrees outside. 
So this is luxury for us at Ontario. They actually let us in the press box. Miller takes the shotgun snap out of the timeout. He's being pressured. He sets up a screenplay with Studer. Studer, though, is going to be wrapped up back at the 23. Little to no gain there. And Mason Green again. Yeah, great job for Mason to shed the block. Because if he wasn't making that play, Studer had a ton of room to run. And they'll give him two yards. And that'll set up second and 18 for the Warriors at their own 24. Miller will send one to the right. It's Dylan Floyd who caught that touchdown earlier. They'll have trips and a triangle to the left. Miller in the shotgun with Studer on his right hip. He takes the snap. He'll fake the give. Bogpin's going to be wrapped up in the backfield and dragged down back at the 20-yard line. And great job by the Minutemen defense to get in there and read the play. Briar Miller in there to make the tackle for a loss. As Miller, as Bogpin Miller, kept it on the RPO, and the Minutemen were in there. So it seems like tonight the theme is if the Minutemen blitz, they're in good shape. If they sit back and let Miller try to pick them apart, he does. Yeah. Well, and you got to think this is his first varsity start because I know last year he was injured all year. So this is his first live action against, I mean, a varsity team. Third and 21, Warriors at their own 21. Miller will take the snap. Give to Studer in the minute minute in the backfield. Studer breaks a tackle, but he's going to go down behind the line of scrimmage back at the 18. Fourth and long coming up. Another Minutemen defense flying around again. So the Minutemen defense does a great job to answer there and get the ball back to the offense. No damage done whatsoever. And now coming on to punt for the Warriors is going to be Adam Kern. And the Minutemen will send two men deep. Jackson Windham, Jamarian Fagan back for the Minutemen. A high snap to Kern, but he catches it no problem. Gets a nice spiraling punt away. Jamarian Fagan's going to take it from the 43. He's to the 45, down the far sideline, 50. And he broke a tackle, got across the 50 and out to the 46 yard line. And, yeah, good return there to get the ball across the 50 for the Minutemen offense. And they will set up shop at the 45, actually, they're going to give them. So a good return there by Jamarian Fagan of 12 yards. And the Minutemen offense, what more could you ask for? Get the ball on the Warriors' side of the field and try to get the ball back into the hands of your playmakers here. The Minutemen have a ton of them out at wide receiver and at running back. A.J. Young and the pistol this time. Dreibelbis back into the game at tailback, and he will take the carry. Dreibelbis is going to go right up the middle for no gain. And it'll set up second and ten. Dreibelbis brought down by the defensive line for the Warriors. Yeah, it is crazy how many skill guys the Minutemen can just rotate in and out of the field. I mean, they've come out in a ton of different formations already as well. And Mason Green will come in now on offense for Cooper Dreibelbis. Minutemen will also send Connor Neinschwander out far to the left. Jamarian Fagan out to the left. Braden Fogel and Jackson Windham split off to the right. A.J. Young in the shotgun, second and ten. 
He takes the snap. He's back to pass. Throws near sideline. Short of Jamarian Fagan. Went right through his hands. It was just a little low for him. That'll set up third down. And that's always a really tough throw. I mean, you're, far, you're throwing from the far hash all the way across the field to gain three, four yards. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really difficult throw. So third and long coming up for the Minutemen. D.J. Johnson will bring the play in from the sideline here. And A.J. Young will break the huddle and get the Minutemen set. Jamarian Fagan, Connor Nineschwander off to the left. Off to the right, D.J. Johnson and Cam Crago. A.J. Young in the shotgun with Mason Green. He takes the snap. He's back to pass on third down. He's got a man down the far sideline. It is just over the head of Cam Crago. And he couldn't get his hands on it. Not a bad throw there from A.J. No. Just needed a little more air. Yeah, I mean, Crago out there in double coverage, and he still almost came outran down with him. it. Yeah, yeah, he outran the defense. A.J. put it out there, but just a little too far. That'll set up fourth down. But that play's going to be there Oh yeah, I mean, all year. I mean, he could throw that to any one mm -hmm. of these wide receivers. Minutemen have a bunch of length and height out at the wideout spot. So, from the Warriors 45, they'll snap it. Minutemen will have to punt here. A.J. Young stands back at his own 43. It's a great snap. A.J. gets away a high spiraling punt. And it's going to be returned from the 12 and taken out to the 20 and smacked out of bounds over there was Grayson. Actually, excuse me, that was Guy Trader. The freshman for the Warriors, only listed at 5'6", 140. <laughs> so the Warriors will take over at their own 20. So some explosive offense there early in the first quarter, and now the second part of the first quarter here. Things have kind of settled in for both defenses. Still 39 seconds left here in the first quarter. Minutemen will try to get... One or two stops before the end of the quarter here. Miller brings out the offense for the Warriors. He's got one to the left, one to the right. Studer on his left hip, takes the snap. They'll give Studer off the right side. He's bottled up, and he's going to gain a few yards before he's brought down by Matt Dwyer. And Studer will get three. Second and seven coming up, and we'll see if the Warriors even run a play here. Maybe try to draw the Minutemen offside. We'll see. Yeah, it looks like they're going to let it go. And they won't even try to do that. They'll just run to the sideline and take the ball into the second quarter. So, after one here at Ontario, a much more competitive matchup than we saw last year so far. And it's 7-7 between the Warriors and the Minutemen. After one on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. 
Just about set to start the second quarter here at Ontario High School. A great one so far tonight. Opening night of the 2022 season around the state of Ohio. And so far, great one, 7-7. Seven to seven. Minutemen striking early with a 96-yard touchdown run from Carter Newman. And then the Warriors answered back with a 65-yard drive of their own, capped off by a Bogpin Miller touchdown pass to Dylan Floyd. And that's how we got to 7-7 seven to seven here to start the second quarter. Warriors will have the football at their own 23, second and seven. Miller in the shotgun for Ontario, one wide to each side, takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to pass down the middle of the field, and the tight end open again. Floyd is going to get over the 40 of Lexington. He's tracked down by Cam Crago back at the 38-yard line. And so far, the one weakness in this Lex defense is nobody's guarding the tight end as Dylan Floyd has a touchdown, and now another long catch and run. You got to think, too, Nick, if the Minutemen can just get it together on that coverage. Yeah. I mean, nobody else really has been open. Well, and it was interesting because it looked like Carter Newman was over here doubling the single receiver on the near side, and there was nobody in the middle of the field. And here so, he comes again. First and 10, Ontario at the Lex 36-yard line. Miller in the piss, or in the uh, shotgun again this time. And Studer, a handoff, oh. fumble, and the Minutemen are on it. They're going to have the football. And the Minutemen get a fumble back as they fumbled one to start the game, and the defense gets one back for them. And that's a perfect way to kill some momentum there. And actually, the Minutemen didn't really do anything, Studer. Yeah, it looked like Just it was. Bad exchange there yeah. on the handoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give up the big play and get it right back on the next one. You'll take that all day. I didn't see who recovered it, Nick, did you? I, I didn't see. It was a flurry of white. Minutemen were ready for that when all eyes were on the ball. And Now we'll see if the offense can get some rhythm going here. 37-yard line. Lex will start with the football. A.J. Young in the shotgun, two wide to each side. He's going to take the snap and give Cooper Dreibelbiss up the middle. He's across the 40, out to the 43. Good gain on first down of five and maybe six yards there for Cooper Dreibelbiss. Yeah, good tough run right up the middle. And Cooper so far haven't seen – he hasn't really had a chance to show how fast he is, but definitely got some strength as he – Likes to run it right up the middle and fight through contact. He's listed over here six foot two hundred. So I mean, put One together of the kid. Backs, yeah. <laughs> and now he'll be the fullback here as AJ Young goes into the pistol with two wide to the right, one to the left. Carter Newman the tailback now. AJ Young second and four from the forty-two takes the snap. They'll give Carter Newman fumbles it, and now the Warriors are going to be on it. The Minutemen fumble it right back. <laughs> That's three fumbles total tonight between these two teams, and the Warriors will have it right back where they gave it up a minute ago. And neither team can just get out of their own way, it seems like, with, with the fumbles. I mean, that was just another just kind of a bad exchange. It looked like nothing really the defense did to force that. <laughs> Man. It's almost a game of copycat here. Whatever one team does, the other one does. 
So the Warriors will give it another shot. Each team has had a bunch of possessions. We're just, just now early in the second quarter. Each team's had the ball five times, I think. So Miller will come out in the shotgun this time, takes the first down snap. He's going to wind up, lobs it down the near sideline, and we're going to have pass interference on Carter Newman. As that ball was so underthrown, there was nothing Carter Newman could do about it. I mean, Braxton Hall was out there trying to come back to the ball, and Carter Newman ran into him, and there's just nothing he could do about it because yeah. that ball was underthrown by 10 yards. Oh, yeah, I mean, it just hung in the air too. I mean, it was just a – just lofted up there. And that's tough because, you know, if this is anything but high school, that's probably not a pass interference because that ball is going to be out there. That ball was nowhere close. Yeah. And I think that's what Carter Newman was actually arguing was that it was uncatchable. But maybe they got him for holding. We, the, the referees aren't mic'd up tonight. They did get a 15-yard pass interference, so it's going to – Take the Warriors down to the 24, but yeah, Nick, I I think there was a case to be made there that that wasn't yeah that wasn't a catchable ball. I mean, no, I mean the receiver was about at the five yard line. The ball hit probably about the 10. <laughs> I mean, there's there's nothing like you said. There's nothing Carter can do. He was stride for stride, and when the ball's underthrown, the receiver tries to make a play. So. Bogman Miller on first down will take a handoff, give to Studer off the left side. Studer will get two before he's wrapped up. Maybe three. Well, they'll give him three. Second and seven coming up. Warriors at the minute, men 21 yard line. And Miller will lead him out. He's going to have Studer on his right hip this time. He'll send Dylan Floyd off to the right. Three wide receivers split off to the left. Second and seven. Miller takes the snap. He's back. He's got time. He winds up. He throws it deep into the end zone. It is through the hands of Braxton Hall and incomplete. Better coverage there for the Minutemen. They were all over Hall. But... Not in an illegal way. Just enough to make it tough for Hall to get turned around and get his hands on the ball. And when Miller throws these balls, man, they're not really on a rope. They just kind of float through the air and they kind of hang up there for a while. Third and eight. Big play here for both teams as the Warriors have it at the Lex 21-yard line. Minutemen looking for a stop. Miller in the shotgun. Studer on his left hip. Four wide. Takes the snap. Miller's going to roll left. He's going to look left. He's going to be hit. And he fumbled it. And the Minutemen are going to try to get on it. Ball's still loose. And it's still loose. And I think the Warriors are going to get on it right here on the near sideline. But, man, what a oh. hit there yeah, as he... Miller was blindsided from behind. I think that was Briar Miller flying from that backside, either him or Mason Green. But, I mean, they laid a lick on him. And then the ball just kind of popped around there for a while, and nobody could get their hands on it. It'll set up fourth and long. Fourth and 16 coming up for the Warriors. They'll have it back at the 30, so likely out of field goal range now. And now the Warriors have a tough decision. Do you go for it, or do you just try to punt it down inside the 10 here? It looks and like they're going to go. They'll line up like they're going to go for it. Maybe Miller can pooch it. <laughs> 
So, fourth and 16, Miller in the shotgun, three wide to the left, one to the right, and a timeout, I believe. Well, actually, we're going to have just a pause here while Ontario... Aaron Eckert's going to ask a question here, trying to get clarification. And we're good now. Fourth and 16, Miller in the shotgun. Takes the snap. They are going to go for it. Back to pass. Matt Dwyer in there, and he got him! Way back at the 43 on fourth down. It'll be Minutemen ball. I mean, Matt Dwyer is just a beast. Oh, my goodness. He shot through that line on, on a mission that he was going to bring Miller down for a loss, and that's exactly what he did. Well, he had eight sacks last year. Give him one already this year. Yeah, there's number one. And I'll tell you what, man, he was a freak last year. Dwyer has become an absolute man over the summer. Oh, he looks yeah. He looks like a grown man out there. And huge play again by the Minutemen defense. They've been strong pretty much all night. Just that one drive by the Warriors has been the weak spot in the Minutemen defense tonight. Outside of that, they've done a great job, and it'll give the Warrior, or the uh, Minutemen offense great field position here. A.J. Young in the pistol sends Wyndham in motion. They'll fake the give and give to Hudson Moore up the middle. He's fighting through tackles. He's still fighting out to the 50, and a great gain on first down. Gain of about seven. And Hudson Moore dragging defenders. And speaking of that, last year at the Mount Vernon game, I don't know, most of you probably remember the the play he made where he drug a couple of yellow jacket defenders like 20 yards to the point where it ripped his jersey. His dad sent me a picture today. They got it all patched up. I don't know who did the patchwork. It wasn't the greatest job, but it, it did the job. Second and four, A.J. Young takes the snap. They'll give Hudson Moore again up the middle. That's an easy first down across midfield and across the 45, down to the 43 and a first down minute, man. And <laughs> why stop doing yeah. that? Well, and I just remember watching him as a freshman. I think you and I were together on the, watching the JVs play. We're like, who is this kid just dragging defenders? I mean, he just looked like a man amongst boys, and here he is doing it his senior year finally and getting the spotlight a little bit. So, first and 10 minute men marching now across midfield and out to the Warrior 42 yard line. First and 10, A.J. Young in the pistol again sends Wyndham in motion, takes the snap. They'll give it to Wyndham. He's going to run it off the right side, and he is going to be drug out of bounds on the near sideline. And. He will. Lose maybe a yard? I can't tell. I've been waiting for him to spot the ball here. They're going to put it back at the 43. He might have lost like a half a I yard. They, I think he did lose a yard, but the far sideline marker hasn't been moved. So second and 11 coming up for the Minutemen at the Warrior 43. A.J. Young in the pistol. Has one to the right, two to the left. Hudson Moore in the backfield. Take the snap. They'll give Hudson Moore up the middle. He's at the 40 and down to the... Well, he'll fall right on the 40, a gain of three. Third and eight coming up for Lex. Seven to seven, 7.43 to go, second quarter. It's been a great backyard brawl here. And I think here if they can get to 
I mean, obviously you want to pick up the first down, but if you pick up three or five here, I think they might try to kick it. I mean, it might be in AJ's range. I mean, I don't know where the wind's at, but it'd be pretty long, but it might be in his range. AJ Young on third and eight will go to the pistol, two to the right, one to the left. And the Warriors jumped offside, and they're going to throw the flag, and that's going to be five yards. That'll make it third and three coming up. Second offside penalty for the Warriors. Somebody came in. One of the linebackers, I think, on the near side down here came in. I couldn't tell who. I, that might have been Drew Barnes. The 5'8", 180 senior for the Warriors. So third and three. A.J. Young will get the play into the huddle here. 7-10 to go, second quarter. Minutemen and Warriors tied at seven. Braden Fogle, Jackson Wyndham split off to the left. Cam Crago off to the right. A.J. Young in the pistol. Third and three. Takes the snap. They'll give Hudson Moore up the middle. He's going to run right into some tacklers, and he's going to reach the ball forward. He's going to gain close. two and a half, I think. He needed three. So it's going to be fourth and a half a yard coming up for the Minutemen at the Ontario 32-and-a-half yard line. And if I were the Minutemen, I'd go for it and give it to Hudson Moore. Uh, so he can fall forward and get you a yard just as long as uh, no one gets him in the backfield. And they'll bring on Cooper Dreibelbiss for some more size, and actually Hudson Moore going to leave the field here. So we'll see what they do. A.J. Young will bring on the call here. Maybe a little trickery here, get A.J. on a naked bootleg, something like that maybe, who knows. Well, they've got to hurry up. Play clock's at three. A.J. Young will take a timeout, and that's the senior quarterback decision you'd like to see there. A.J. looked right at the play clock and noticed it right away, got the timeout. So 6.49 to go in the second quarter. We are tied at seven here at Copeland Field. Minutemen with a fourth down coming up out of the timeout. And so far, Nick, what's your uh, what are your thoughts here? The start of the 2022 season, new coach for the Minutemen, and well, I mean, obviously I, a little bit of a new offense. We've been used yeah. to Cole Pauley for three years, and well, yeah, I mean, we're used to Cole Pauley. We're used to the Barry brothers, you know. So, I mean, it's it's just different. You're seeing a lot of different looks in the backfield, which is kind of refreshing. Get, I mean. You get the speed with Carter, and he's got some power as well. But then you got the true power of Hudson and uh, Connor. I mean, there's just a lot of different weapons that the, the Minutemen have at their disposal. Uh, it'll be nice to see when A.J. can kind of get a rhythm throwing the ball a little bit. He's been under pressure quite a bit. The Warriors have been coming at him. But once he gets comfortable in that pocket, too, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what this offense can do. Out of the timeout here, fourth and a half a yard. Minutemen at the Ontario 32 and a half yard line. They got to get to the 32. A.J. Young in the shotgun, three wide to the left, one to the right. Hudson Moore on his right hip. They will give it to Hudson Moore off the left side. He's got room. He's going to make a cut back up the field to the 25, an easy first down there. Hudson Moore, it's been all Hudson on this drive. First and 10 minute men, they get all the way down to the Warrior 25 yard line. And I would not stop giving the ball to Hudson Moore here. AJ Young will send Fogle and Wyndham off to the left. Cam Crago by himself off to the right. 
A.J. Young in the pistol, first and 10 from the 25. A.J. takes the snap. They'll give Hudson Moore off the left side. He's going to break a tackle, and he's going to be wrapped up out at the 20 on the sideline and drug out of bounds, gain of five. Second and five coming up. Yeah, and just on this drive alone, I've, I mean, I believe Hudson's over 30 yards rushing already. Yeah, he's up to 32 yards rushing on six carries, averaging about five and a half a clip on this drive. So they will give him four on the last carry. Second and six coming up at the 21. A.J. Young will send two off to the right, one to the left. And the pistol again. A.J. takes the snap. Fakes the give to Hudson this time. He's going to roll right. A.J.'s going to throw it right. He's got a man. It's Braden Fogel down at the two. And it's incomplete. Yeah, good coverage there from Brylon Wilson on, on the bigger Fogel. And A.J. just had to get rid of that ball a second earlier than he wanted to as he was being pressured. I think if he had a, just an extra second, he might have been able to plant and get that ball down to the end zone for a jump ball. Instead, he kind of underthrew it a little bit. Third and four coming up for the Minutemen here at the Warrior 21-yard line. They'll have two split off to the left, Fogel and Johnson. Crago off to the right, A.J. Young in the pistol. A.J. takes the snap. He'll give it. Hudson Moore up the middle. He's going to be hit and dragged down at the 19-yard line, a gain of two. That'll set up another fourth down, and this time it'll be fourth and four for the Minutemen. This is well within A.J. Young's field goal range, but we'll see what the Minutemen decide to do here. Well, they got to make a decision here pretty quick. They might quick. take a timeout. Well, that would be the last one of the half. And though. they are going to actually send on the field goal unit here, it looks like. They better hurry, get set. Only AJ. 10 seconds left. They'll set it down at the 25, make this one a 35-yard attempt from the left hash. Snap is a good one. Hold is a good one, but it's blocked. It's blocked as the Warriors got through there. And who else would it be but Braylon Boone? He's got a huge sack tonight, and he's got a blocked field goal now. And Braylon Boone, not one to make it, uh, not one to go unnoticed, I should say, <laughs> as he dances all the way off the field. And the Warriors will get the football back. And the blocked kick went through the end zone, so it'll be technically a touchback, and the Warriors will start with it at their own 20. Ontario takes over first and 10 from their 20 yard line. So, Bogman Miller brings out the offense. He'll have three to the left, one to the right in the shotgun, takes the snap, whips it out near side real quick. Minutemen out here trying to make a play, but they can't. And out to the 30 near a first down for the Warriors going to be Peyton Dugan. As they just throw a quick out there. And Dugan hurt now, laying at the 32-yard line. He's trying to will himself to get up. He just kind of did a push-up there, but... Couldn't get up, and uh, could be maybe an ankle or a lower leg injury. Because he's clearly he's trying to get up with yeah. his arm, so it's not an arm injury. Might have, maybe just maybe a cramp just cramped too. even, yep. 
Looks like it. He's going to get stretched out here. A little. Yeah, it looks like his calf. Little Charlie horse there in the calf. Those are never fun. When it's early in the evening too. This. Yep. And it's not. I mean, it's a nice night out here. It's a little humid, but it's not incredibly hot. So odd there that we'd see a cramp this early in a game on a night where it's really not that bad out. Oh, this, I mean, this is a perfect night for football. I mean, now that the, the sun's starting to set a little bit, it's going to get real cool. It's going to be a nice evening. So Dugan will get up and limp off under <laughs> his own power. But he did get near a first down, nine yards. It'll be second and one. Man, I feel like Dugan's been at this school for five years, and he's only a junior. I mean, he's he's been a good playmaker for the Warriors the last couple of years at least. Second and one coming up for the Warriors here. Miller will bring them out in the shotgun with two wide receivers to each side. Studer on his left hip. He'll send a man in motion from left to right. Miller takes a snap, and they got confused there on the handoff, and he kept it, and the Minutemen are going to get in there and wrap him up and throw him down way back behind the line. That's going to be a huge tackle there for Aiden Nickel, the junior returning after a big year last year, and that's a huge play for the Minutemen because that sets up now a third and long on what was a second and one. Yeah, I mean, that's another miscommunication it looks like. Not sure if Miller wanted to keep it or pull it, and – it's a little bit frustrating there probably for the Warrior offense. Third and seven now coming up for the Warriors. Back at their own 23. And Miller will lead them out again. Two to the right, two to the left. Studer on his right hip this time. Big play here for the Minutemen defense. Try to get the ball back before halftime. They'll send a man in motion, and we've got a timeout, Ontario. And now the Warriors will... Have two timeouts left in the half. Minutemen with one left. Third and seven here. And the one thing you definitely want to do if you're the Minutemen is guard Dylan Floyd. Do not let him get open. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's been the only downfield threat for, for the Warriors so far. Yeah, the Warriors have not really done much at all on the ground. And, and they haven't done a ton through the air except two plays to, to Lloyd, and that's been about it. Yeah. The big pass interference call gave him some yardage, yeah. but again, the the Lex defense was able to hold hold strong. I mean, really, it's been one broken play from that Lex defense, but other yeah. than that, they've been great. They've been very stout. I would almost send a blitz here and just, just See what dare happens. them to make a play. Yeah. Third and seven. Why not? Warriors at their own 23. Miller in the shotgun, two wide to each side. Studer on his right hip. He sends a man in motion. Miller waiting the snap. Takes it. He's back. Minutemen will blitz, and Studer's going to set up a screen play here. He catches, gets to the near sideline, and he, I believe, is going to get the first down. I, I, I thought they might have missed a clip. They, I mean, it was a very subtle shove in the back, but... I thought it might have been enough to, to warrant the flag. So a first down for the Warriors as they get eight yards. They needed seven. That was a huge play for the Warriors. 3.55 to go, first half. 
That'll keep their drive alive. They're out to their own 31. Miller with two to the left, two to the right. Studer on his left hip this time in the shotgun. They'll send a man in motion. Drew Yetter. And Miller takes the snap. He's going to wind up. He's going to launch it down this near sideline. And it's just out of the reach of Braxton Hall, who had Jamarian Fagan beat down the near sideline, but Miller overshot him. Second and ten coming up. And you know what, Nick? That actually is it. Obviously, it's a great thing for the Minutemen because they don't give up any yardage, but an incomplete pass there stops the clock. If they can get a couple of stops right here and get the ball back, they'll have three minutes left to end this half on offense. And they did start with the football technically, but fumbled the opening kick. So Ontario going to receive the second half kickoff. So any way the Minutemen can get some momentum here would be awesome. Heading into halftime. Miller in the shotgun again, four wide, takes the snap. He's back to pass, rolls to the right, throws on the run. He's got his man. It's Lloyd, first down, out at the 46. Better coverage there for the Minutemen, but Lloyd kind of came back to the ball, and the Minutemen couldn't get in front of it. Once again, Lloyd really being the only only downfield threat right now for the Warriors. First and 10, Warriors still on their side of the field, but creeping up near midfield now at their own 45-yard line. They'll send three wide receivers to the left, one to the right this time. Miller in the shotgun with Studer on his left hip. Takes the snap, he's going to roll left. He's going to throw left near sideline. Got his man, it's caught over the 50, out to the 45 of Lexington. And that is going to be a first down of 11 yards. Quentin Frankhouse with the catch. The and backup quarterback. <laughs> the Warrior offense getting hot now. Well, I noticed Frankhouse down here at the bottom of the formation. I'm like, maybe they're trying to set up a double pass or something like that with him being the backup QB. Maybe something to denote for later in the game. First and 10. Warriors at the minute, Ben 44. Miller takes the shotgun snap again. Now he doesn't have time to throw. He's got to get it out of there. He does, and it is near wow. far sideline. Caught. On a sliding grab, coming back to the ball, and it was Dylan Lloyd. Again. Uh, Lex has no answer for Lloyd right now. Not a first down, though. The clock will run. Three minutes to go, first half. Second and one. Warriors at the Minutemen 35. And this Warrior offense red hot on this drive. But the Minutemen did have some pressure on Miller there, though. He made a great throw, and... Lloyd did a great job to come back to the ball. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Miller in the shotgun. Studer on his left hip. They'll take the snap. Back to pass. Miller winding up, almost got hit before he threw it. He lobs it down the far sideline, well out of reach of Lloyd that time. Third and one coming up. That was great coverage there by DJ Johnson. He was stride for stride with Lloyd, and when the ball's up in the air, he kind of leveraged Lloyd almost out of bounds, so it's going to be a tough catch either way. So third and one, huge play coming up here for both teams, really. As we're nearing halftime, Miller in the shotgun. Two wide to each side, fumbles the snap, and he's going to have to roll right, and he's going to be brought down back at the 40, a big loss, and just what the Minutemen needed there as chasing the play and making sure Miller went down. I thought it was six. Was that 16, Nick, or was that Crago or... 
I, I'm not Joe sure. Joe Caudell in there, yeah, the I'm freshman. Sure. I think yeah, it was think Joey Caudell in there. It was, yeah. So the freshman with a big tackle here and early on in his career. And it'll set kid. up fourth and six. Warriors will appear to go for it. Miller going to try to draw the Minutemen offsides. Fourth and six from the Minutemen, 40. And a timeout, Lex. He's going to make the Warriors think hard about this one. 1.46 to go, second quarter. And maybe uh, Coach Saris might have even been trying to save some time there. Yeah, sure. Because, you know, Ontario's probably going to try to throw here. So if you get a pass breakup. So the Minutemen don't have any timeouts left, but by taking that timeout, saved oh, about yeah. 20 seconds on the clock. Yep. So I think that's why Coach Saris did it. I don't think he saw something he didn't like. I think he just wanted to try to save time in case they get this stop. And it looks like they might, Ontario might punt. And I would. I mean, why? Why would you try to? I mean, give... it's only fourth and six. You're on Lex's side of the field. But, yeah, I mean, if you if you don't punt, you go for it here and get stopped. Yep. Or, or, and maybe a sack. Yeah. I mean, Lex has got the ball in the 50 if they get a sack here. So see if Ontario just elects to punt. Now, on the other hand, though, Ontario – some of their long snaps tonight have, have looked a little iffy. Looks like, yeah, looks like they're going to bring the punt team out. And they will. Adam Kern will stand back at his own 47. Minutemen will put Jamarian Fagan back to possibly return. Everybody else is going to stay up in a safe punt return formation. I mean, either way, you have to catch this punt unless it's definitely going out of bounds. Good snap. Kern will get it away, and he booms it. This might – oh, Fagan fair catches it at the nine, and I think I if he would have let that go, that might have bounced through the end zone, but he caught it. That's okay, though. At least it's not down at the two or something. Right. They're going to mark him at the well, – they're going to mark him at the six-yard line. What? Six-yard line. It looked like he definitely that caught might, it at the nine. I think that's where he called the fair catch. He caught it at the nine, but they're going to mark uh, it at the six. Oh so, Lexington football, 139 to go in the second quarter. Warriors with two timeouts left here, so they could call timeouts here and get the ball back theoretically if they get some stops. So the Minutemen at least need a first down here to kind of get out of danger and get to halftime. Hopefully more, though. Hmm. They come out of the huddle. A.J. Young in the pistol takes the snap. He'll give off the left side. Carter Newman to the five. Nice stiff arm, but he steps out of bounds after he breaks a tackle, and he only gains two. Maybe. It looks like they might give him the ten. No, they're going to give him the nine. So they give him three. So second and seven, but Carter... Kind of ran out of room there. Had no other option but to just kind of step out of bounds unless he wanted to take an unnecessary hit yep. to stay in and keep the clock running. But clock did stop. 1.34 to go, first half. Second and seven, A.J. Young at the nine-yard line. Takes the snap they'll give to the up man, which is Hudson Moore this time. And he's going to fight his <laughs> way all the way out to the 15-yard line, a gain of six. Hudson's never going to go down right That's on the first carry. contact. This is not going to happen. Oh, no, and he I mean. carried a few Warriors there for a gain of six. So that sets up a third and two. Third and yeah, about two. Yeah, clock's rolling here. Ideally, if you're the Minutemen, you break one here. 
maybe even get into field goal range for A.J. Third and two from the 15. A.J. Young in the pistol getting things lined up here. They'll send two to the left, one to the right. Carter Newman, the tailback. Hudson Moore, the fullback. They will give it, though, on a sweep to Jackson Windham, who's going to run near side. And yeah, now they're what? They're going to get a false start. Because it looked like they started moving before the snap on the far side. It looked like one of the receivers might have jumped. So that'll back the Minutemen up. Third and seven coming up. 45 seconds to go in the second quarter. We're tied at seven. And yeah, that's a big penalty there. And, man, I'll tell you what, this is a much different score than 45 nothing. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I feel like it's been 7-7. I mean, I think Ontario scored about seven minutes left to go in that first quarter, yeah. and it's been deadlocked ever since. Third and seven, A.J. Young takes the pistol snap. They'll give Hudson Moore up the middle. He's got room, and he's going to fight his way out for a first a down first near down. the 20. He gets out to the 19. So clock will stop until the chains get set. 38 seconds. And I think they'll probably run one more play and get to halftime here. Unless Ontario elects to stop the clock, they could twice if they wanted to. Hook and ladder, here it comes. 25 seconds, clock is running now. A.J. Young in the pistol. They're going to have to run at least one play. A.J. waiting for the snap, takes it, gives it. Hudson Moore up the middle. <laughs> and he'll be stuffed at the 20, a gain of one. But and they'll probably take that to half then. No damage done. Ontario will get the ball to start the second half. We head into halftime with a great score here in week number one, 7-7. Seven to seven. Been a defensive struggle for both teams. And a much low, lower scoring game than we're used to here on fearthevillage.com. But we head into halftime here at Ontario. When we come back, we'll have some stats from Nick from the first half. We'll get you some scores. A couple of games around the area going on tonight on Thursday night football to open the season. And we will quickly recap the first half and get you set for the second half. 7-7, seven to seven, Ontario and Lexington here at Ontario on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen. Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Bates Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands. View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off. Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. 
jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at CompleteAccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Copeland Stadium, or Copeland Field, excuse me, inside of NIST Stadium, 
at Ontario High School. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. It is 7-7, the Backyard Brawl 2022 edition, a much lower scoring affair than we're used to between these two schools. And uh, I wouldn't say it was a – I mean, it was a defensive battle in the first half for sure, but both offenses giving the ball up a little bit, kind of on unforced errors and – uh, just neither team able to capitalize. So as much of a defensive struggle as this game has been, it's it's also been uh, kind of a back and forth, neither offense can get it going type of game. And uh, that's why we have a 7-7 to score here at halftime. We'll get stats from Nick here in just a minute. Uh, we'll take a look at just a couple of scores going on around the area tonight. Crestview leads Loudonville 35-7 at half, and Mohawk over Tiffin Calvert 3-0 at halftime. Uh, by the way, Ontario did move up a division. They were Division Four last year, Region 14. Uh, this year they are with Lexington, Division Three, Region 10. So if you're looking at any of those standings or uh, curious as to where both of these teams will be uh, come the end of the season and potentially playoff time, uh, Division Three, Region 10 is where most of the teams around our area are at now. Uh, you got Madison, Mansfield Sr., uh, Lexington, Ontario now up there. Um, you know, you got several teams in Richland County in Division Three now. Uh, so just in case you were wondering, Ontario has moved up one division in football. 7-7 uh, here at halftime, about 13 minutes to go until the start of the second half, and Nick has first half stats for you. Yeah, I mean, like Corey said, deadlocked at 7, and it's been this way since about 7.05 in that first quarter. So really – both teams going back and forth. Both teams having a hard time with ball security. Uh, Lex has two fumbles that they've lost. And Ontario's also fumbled twice, but they've only lost one of those fumbles. Uh, but let's see here. Total offense for the Minutemen, 137 yards of total offense. All of those on the ground. Uh, A.J. Young yet to complete a pass. He's 0 for 3 so far. Uh, for the Warriors, 138 yards of total offense. 158 through the air, but they've also... They've net negative 20 yards rushing, so that's why that total offense yard is, is uh, so low. But all their yards have been through the air. Uh, Bogpin Miller doing a decent job once he kind of got comfortable. He's 9-12, 158, and he's thrown the one touchdown. Uh, A.J. Young, 0-3 like I mentioned. But on the ground, Carter Newman, he's got five carries for 98 yards and had the 96-yard touchdown uh, to open the scoring up for the, for the game. Hudson Moore, 10 carries for 49 yards. Uh, Cooper Dribolis, three carries for 12 yards. Uh, and then that's been all the rushing yards for the Minutemen. Uh, Chase Studer, he's got five carries, four, let's see here, nine yards. But because of the sacks that the Minutemen have gotten on uh, on Miller there, that's negative 29 yards and then sack yardage for, for Bachman Miller. Uh, for the Warriors receiving yards, it's been Dylan Floyd pretty much the whole time. He's got four carry, uh, four receptions for 99 yards and, and the one touchdown where he was wide open on, on the far uh, right sideline. Uh, Studer's got three receptions for 39 yards, mainly on screen plays. And then uh, the backup quarterback, Quentin Frankhouse, he's got one catch for 11 yards. And then Peyton Dugan with one catch for nine yards. So, I mean, not really a whole lot going on offensively for either team. Both defenses kind of stepping up big when they need to and getting the stops when necessary. Uh, it's been a good look there for the Minutemen to have pretty much three running backs that they can rotate in and out with Jordan Byres going down in the preseason, uh, which kind of was, was a big hit for that offense. But 
It looks like they'll be they'll be just fine, especially once they get uh, Mason Green healthy as well. He'll be another running back to add to that running back room that can really come in and contribute. Uh, but like I was talking about earlier, it's going to be really nice to see once AJ can kind of get comfortable in that pocket. He can get comfortable rolling out. He's going to be able to hit his big playmakers uh, with freshman Braden Fogel. And, I mean, once you get uh, Crago a, a big catch, he, he nearly had a big one down the middle of the field, but it was just outside the reach of Crago. Uh, but, I mean, once once they get that passing game going, I, I think this defense, I mean, this offense is really going to be tough to game plan for because when you have three, four running backs that are, are reliable running backs, they're going to be tough to game plan for because once you start keying on that run, they're going to be able to hit a bomb over the middle to either Carter or, or – or, um, Carter or Camden so it'll be a good season here but you can tell it's the first season first game of the season so far but both teams actually not really hasn't been a lot of penalties it seems like it's been a couple false starts and encroachments but other than that a pretty clean game overall 7-7 tie ball game backyard brawl Ontario and Lexington at Ontario this year when we come back we'll get you set for second half action on fearthevillage.com Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen. Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Bates Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands. View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off. Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla, down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service. 
providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. And you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Just about set for second half action here at Ontario High School, where it is a 7-7 ball game between the Minutemen and the Warriors. Ball game got started off with a fumble by the Minutemen on the opening kickoff, and the Warriors weren't able to do anything with it. The only reason I tell you that is to say that since technically the Minutemen did receive the opening kickoff, the Warriors will start with the football as soon as they come out and get set up for the second half. So it'll be Warrior basketball or <laughs> Warrior football <laughs> to start the second half. Man, my mind is still back in basketball season for some reason. Seems like it was just yesterday we were over at Ashland for the district final. Now we're here on a beautiful August evening watching some football with you. Glad to have you along with us on fearthevillage.com. Don't forget tomorrow night to tune in to gotigers.com as Nick Michaels will be up at Norwalk for the season opener for the uh, Senior High TY Tigers. And they'll look to get their season started off against 
A pretty good, from what I hear anyway, pretty good Norwalk team on the road. So tune in. Nick Michaels live tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Well, he'll be live with the pregame show just after 6.30. But kickoff at 7 o'clock over on GoTigers.com. Coming up next week, the Warriors right back here at home again against Norwalk St. Paul. And the Minutemen will play their home opener against the Shelby Whippets, who tomorrow night play their last game at the old Skiles Field before they move to their new field with the turf that is just getting finished, I believe, if they haven't already. I think they might have finished it up maybe today even. And uh, Shelby will play their first game on the new turf at their new stadium in a couple of weeks. But tomorrow night, last game on the grass over there in Shelby. Yeah, that, that was long overdue. They, they needed a, a revamp over there. That field can get pretty rough after a few home games. So that's what's up ahead in the near future. But right now, Lexington worried about one thing, and that is getting their offense going and getting out of here with a win. Defense has looked pretty good for the most part. Ontario has put together two nice drives. One of them, though, ended with a fumble. One of them ended with a touchdown. Lexington really hasn't put they've, – they've had one decent drive where Hudson Moore marched them down the field, but Lexington faced a fourth down and couldn't get out of it. And I'm not at all questioning the decision not to kick the field goal. However, that fourth down where the uh, Minutemen were stopped and turned the ball over on downs was well within the range of A.J. Young. But Minutemen decided to go a different direction. And the score, 7-7. Seven to seven. As they will, uh, there's 30 seconds left on the clock, but they'll throw three more minutes up there to make sure both teams get warmed up. Ontario's band still on the field, performing their halftime show. Seems like this halftime went just a little extra long than usual for some reason. Yeah. Maybe it's just because it's the first one of the year. I don't know. <laughs> Again, before the game, Eric Grove uh, remembered the voice of Ontario. The press box was dedicated to Eric Grove, his passing earlier this year in February. Tragic. Grover, I went to Ontario, uh, spent a couple of years in high school over here and played basketball and during those two years. And Grover was always the guy, man, you just, you wanted to hit a three-pointer because he hyped it up so much. Best PA announcer in the area, in my opinion. And a pretty cool moment to see the press box get dedicated to him. before the game on Eric Grove night here in Ontario. Great guy. Grover graduated from Ontario and then ended up being a huge part of Ontario Warrior Athletics. So pretty cool moment there before the game. His family was down on the track and had a big plaque that'll be displayed up here in the press box moving forward. A pretty special night here at Ontario. But the Minutemen looking to 
put a damper on the home opener tonight here for Ontario. Try to get out of here with a what looks like if they do win will be a close one at this rate. Doesn't seem like either team wants to pull away from each other. No kidding. So both teams have taken their sidelines now as, uh, as Lexington actually running over to their sideline, but getting ready for second half kickoff here. A.J. Young will kick it deep here momentarily, and he'll kick it. I believe right to left. Hudson Moore, Braylon Boone, two of the captains out there talking it over with the referees on what the umpires want to see here in the second half, making sure both teams know which direction they're going. Looks like it's going to be a great finish here at Ontario High School to open up the 2022 season. Stick around with us throughout the rest of the night. We'll bring it to you in the most exciting way we know how. Both teams huddled up, getting set to take the field here. 45 seconds left. Nick, quickly, 15 seconds. <laughs> tell me what the key is to getting a win for the Minutemen here in the second half. Well, I think whoever ends up with the ball is going to win this game, I think, at the end. Uh, I mean, Minutemen just really, I feel like they, they got to get some quick hitters going through the air. I mean, they uh, the couple times they tried to throw the ball, I feel like it tried to have been deep plays over the middle of the field on the sidelines. So I think if they can get a couple quick hitters, a couple hitches, maybe a couple slants, just get A.J. comfortable throwing the ball in the pocket, that's going to open up that running game even more because I'm sure Ontario, they're going to key that run now, especially when Hudson's in the backfield. They, they're they going to be ready for him coming up the middle. So I think if you can get a couple quick hitters early on this first series and um, the defense just keeps doing their thing, I, I think the Minutemen will come out of here with a victory. So, set for second half action. A.J. Young has it teed up at the 40-yard line down off to our right. 7-7, seven to seven, Warriors and Minutemen, 2022 edition of the Backyard Brawl, setting up to be a great second half. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com, and A.J. Young marks off his steps, getting set to kick this one deep. And he will run up from right to left, and he will boot it down the field, a high end-over-end end short kick to the 10. And it'll be taken by the Warriors. And not really having much room to go anywhere with it there was Guy Trader, and he'll bring it out to the 16. Six-yard return, and the Warriors will set up at their own 16-yard line to start the second half. And good, good coverage there from the kickoff team, making sure Guy had nowhere to go. Kind of pinned deep. Our winning number is 051238. Once again, our 50-50 winning ticket number is 051238. So Miller will bring out the, the Warrior offense as the sun setting back behind us here on a beautiful night in August. Miller going to go in the shotgun, one wide receiver to each side. He's got Studer on his right hip, and Studer will get the carry to start the second half. And he'll fall forward for maybe two, two yards, I think, is what they're going to give him. Second and eight coming up. The freshman, Joe Caudell in there again. Making plays, bright future. For this Minuteman ball club, a lot of freshmen playing tonight. 
Second and eight coming up for the Warriors. Miller in the shotgun. One on his left hip. He's got two wide outs to the left, one to the right. Takes a low snap, back to pass. He's going to throw down the middle of the field, and he overshoots his man. And that was Peyton Dugan out at the 40-yard line. <coughs> and sort of the angle that he threw that, I thought maybe one of the Minutemen safeties was going to come across and pick mm -hmm. that off, but just couldn't get there. And we've been talking about Miller's throws through the air tonight, having a little air on him. That was a BB. Yeah. He made sure none of the Minutemen could get there on that one. Third and eight coming up. Big play for the Minutemen defense early on here in the third quarter. Tied at seven. Miller in the shotgun with Studer on his right hip. He'll send four wide outs, two to each side. Miller takes the snap, rolls to the right, throws on the run, got him in. Wide open, and he Ooh, bobbled it out of bounds. Know. He dropped it. That was Lloyd. Or no, that was... That was Dugan again, I think, maybe down here on the near sideline, and he couldn't hang on to it. So fourth down, a gift there for the Minutemen Absolutely. defense. That was going to be a first down, and Dugan just kind of bobbled it. He bobbled it out of bounds and then ended up dropping it all together. So fourth down and eight coming up. Minutemen will send Jamarian Fagan and Jackson Windham back. They're standing near the 50-yard line to return this punt. Back on to punt again for the Warriors. Adam Kern standing back at his three. It's a good snap. He'll get away the punt, spiraling punt, good punt. Jackson Wyndham fumbles it. He's got to pick it up. He's going to run with it. He's to the 35, far sideline 40. He's going to cut back up the field and gets back out to about the 46, which is where he would have caught it in the first place. And the Minutemen will take over. Great field position at their own 46-yard line. We'll see if they can get something going early here. And like Nick said, maybe get some short passes going, get A.J. Young some confidence early on here in the second half. A.J., a couple of things have happened tonight to sort of really keep him from getting going. One, he's hasn't had a ton of time to throw. And two... Ontario's had some decent coverage, but Lexington's only thrown the ball three times, and when you're getting rushed on all three of them, it's hard to develop a rhythm. 10.44 to go, third quarter. First time the Minutemen have had the football here in the second half. A.J. Young will go in the shotgun from the 50. A great spot on that punt return there and Carter Newman will take the first carry of the second half he'll get four out to the 46 yard line across midfield again Minutemen in Warrior territory surprised they marked that at the 50 Nick I'm, yeah that's what I was I mean, thinking Jackson Wyndham was tackled clearly at the 46 there was no no doubt and not sure how they got him at the 50 there but hey we'll take it second and six coming up Minutemen will break the huddle here, and they'll go into the pistol again. Too wide to the left. It's Newman this time in the slot, and Wyndham out to the left. He'll come in motion. A.J. Young takes the pistol snap. He'll give off the left side. Uh, excuse me, this is Newman. It was Fagan in the slot. Newman going to drag a defender out near the 40, and we're going to have a first down Minutemen, a gain of seven. Out to the 39, and Fagan was in the slot there, not Carter Newman. Newman was in the backfield, and that's why I said, or maybe that was even uh, Fogel in the slot. I thought yeah. I saw Carter Newman there in the slot for the first time tonight, but nope, he was in there at tailback again. That was a good job there from Carter to kind of broke that one tackle and got to, the, got to the edge and was able to pick up the first down. 
So Minutemen driving here, first and 10 at the Warrior 39. A.J. Young in the pistol again. Hudson Moore on his left hip. He's got Carter Newman behind him at tailback. Two to the right, one to the left. He'll send Hudson Moore to his right hip now. A.J. Young takes the snap. They'll give Hudson Moore up the middle. He's got a hole. He's going to drag defenders. He's going to get the first down out to the 29. A gain of 11 more, down to the 28, actually. And a first down minute, man. Hudson Moore dragged a couple of defenders there. I'll actually spot him at the 29, but it was still good enough for a first down by about a half a yard. I find it hilarious when you see Hudson just dragging defenders along with him. I mean, he just keeps his knees going, keeps them up high. He, he's hard to bring down. And he plays angry, too. Oh, yeah. Cam Crago splits off to the right. Fogle and Wyndham off to the left. A.J. Young in the pistol. They'll send Wyndham in, the, in motion. A.J. Young takes the snap. He's going to throw down the near sideline. Fogle's out there, but he overthrows him. We're going to get a pass interference as it looked like he was held by Quentin Frankhouse, and that's where Fogle can be dangerous. It's just yeah. going to be hard to keep up with him. I mean, Big, just, long strides. Yep, exactly. He's just so tall. Hard to run with. And he got past Frankhouse there, who tried to reach out and kind of just hold him up enough to slow him down, but the referee caught it. And it'll be a big penalty. This will give the Minutemen another first down. They actually didn't realize a flag came out. The Minutemen just broke the huddle here. They didn't even know a flag had come out. They were ready to go and play offense. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, that's a big penalty. I mean, all the way down to the, the 15. And another first down, more importantly, yep. for this Lex offense, who has come out here in the first drive pretty hot. Moving the ball right up the field, and the penalty never hurts. Excuse me, none of the 14-yard line. Well, they're still talking about it here. It's half the distance to the goal because it yeah. – would have been a 15-yarder, but they were at the 28, so half the distance is the 14. And a first down, minute men in the red zone for the first time tonight. A.J. Young will take the pistol snap. He'll give. is going to be wrapped up, and he's going to be brought down in the backfield, a loss of two, maybe three. Back at the 18. Are they going to put it at the 17? for a loss of two. And it'll be right about the 17-yard line. It'll set up second and 12. And Ontario is playing all run there. Lexington wasn't going anywhere on that one. Second and 12, Minutemen at the Warrior. 17-yard line, A.J. Young in the pistol. Sends D.J. Johnson in motion, takes the snap. They'll give Carter Newman up the middle. He's going to be wrapped up, spun around, and he might gain one third and long coming up for the Minutemen. And you don't really want to play for a field goal here, but you also don't want to take a sack. A.J. Young is in range, but got to try to get yeah. it into the end zone if you're the Minutemen, but certainly can't lose yardage here. Right. So I'm not sure what Coach Saris will come up with. Third and 11, Minutemen at the Warrior 16-yard line. They will send Jackson Windham and Braden Fogle off to the right. Cam Crago splits off by himself to the left. A.J. Young in the pistol with Carter Newman behind him. Hudson Moore on his right hip. They'll send Windham in motion. A.J. Young takes the snap. He's going to roll right. A.J.'s going to look. He's going to look. He's going to look back left. He's going to try to scramble, and he's going to be sacked back at the 26. Big play for the Warriors. 
getting in there and getting the sack was John Mounts. Big loss there. Now still not out of the range necessarily for A.J. Young, but this would be a 43-yarder. They're going to try it, it looks like. And they will send on the field goal unit. This is going to be a tough one. 43-yarder from the far hash, too. So A.J. being a right-footed kicker is going to have to hook it back to the left a little bit. He had one blocked earlier. Here we go. Snap is a good one. Hold is a good one. Kick is up, and this kick is going to be good as it just goes over the crossbar. Woo. It just had the distance, and A.J. Young punches it in from 43. He's one for two on the night now, and the Minutemen lead it 10 to 7. With 6.56 to go, we'll take a quick timeout on fearthevillage.com. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. This is Lexington Minuteman Hudson Moore, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Minutemen take the lead back 10-7. 43-yard field goal for A.J. Young. He is one for two on the night now. He missed a 35-yarder earlier. It was blocked, so it'll count as a miss, although he didn't really miss it wide left or wide right or short. He just got blocked. Still counts the same either way. So A.J. one for two to start his senior season. But the most important thing at the moment is he made that one and gives the Minutemen a three-point lead. And their defense right now, this could be enough <laughs> to get yeah, out of no here doubt. with the win. No doubt. I mean, the defense has given up a few big plays, but they've really rallied when it counts and kept Ontario at bay for the most part. A.J. Young has it teed up. He'll run up and boot it. He'll squib it this time, though. It's going to come down the near sideline, and it's going to be touched by the Warriors and down at the 15. Great field position defensively for the uh, Minutemen coming up here. And a great job by A.J. to keep that one in play long enough for the Warriors to have to kind of make a decision there, and they decided to try to pick it up and yeah. instead had to fall on it. Yeah, it looked like that one was hooking out of bounds. It was going to be close. 6.52 to go, third quarter. Minutemen lead it 10-7. And they'll have to try to get another stop here. Ontario will have it at their own 16-yard line. Boppin Miller will bring him out in the shotgun this time. He's got Studer on his right hip, one wide receiver off to the left. He'll give it to Studer off the left side. Studer's got some room to the 20, outside sideline, 25. He's got the first down out to the 30. And a gain of 14, first down Warriors. And that's the longest run from scrimmage. And Braylon Boone down. That's not good for the Warriors. That is that's a, another cramp. Yeah. He's getting stretched out. That's the second time the Warriors have cramped that's, up tonight. And needed a stretch here, so they'll get a, an injury timeout. That's the big – I mean, that's the first time all night that Ontario's really had a 
a positive rushing play off that edge. The Minutemen have done a really good job of bottling up all the all the rush attempts, but Studer was able to get that edge and pick up some good yardage. So 6.45 to go third quarter. 10 to seven Minutemen lead it. After this injury timeout, it'll be Ontario football. First and 10 at their own 39 yard line. Braylon Boone still getting stretched out here. 6'3", 225 for the senior. Boone has uh, been all over the place tonight. Had a sack. Big one earlier in the game and then a blocked field goal. Still down on the field here. Still getting it stretched out. And uh, gives both of these teams a little extra time to kind of talk things over here. As we're at a crucial point in the game. I mean, the Minutemen can get a stop and a score here. They're going to have all the momentum in the world if Ontario can march down and score here. They're going to have their first lead of the night. Yeah. At the end of the, you know, by the time they were, if they were to score here, would be nearing the end of the third quarter potentially, and they would have their first lead of the night, which is a great time to take your first lead and have momentum going into the fourth quarter. So a huge drive here. Man, this cramp must be nasty. I mean, he's still getting worked out there. And we'll try to, well, I was going to say we might try to take a quick break, but it looks like he's going to try to get up. Get up. And this one might be, Ooh, this yeah. one's a lot yeah. more serious than the one we saw earlier. He's limping off. and he can't, He's not even putting any pressure on it. So we'll keep an eye out. If Braylon Boone can't come back into the, the game, that's going to be huge. <laughs> because he has just been all over the place on both sides of the ball. And, I mean, defensively, he's the reason why Lexington isn't up more right now. So we'll keep an eye out for Braylon Boone's return. Until then, Lex has to take advantage. Ontario will send two wide receivers split off to the left. They'll have three tight ends on this one. Miller in the shotgun with Studer. Takes the snap. They'll give Studer again off the left side. This time, though, the Minutemen are there, and they get him behind the line of scrimmage. A loss of a couple there. And it was Mason Green again flying up to make the hit. And I know Hudson Moore was the returning leading tackler for the Minutemen, but Mason Green making an early season bid for, for that title this year. Yeah, he's, he's been, been all, all over. over. Yeah, he's been all over the place. I'm still trying to get a grasp on what defense they're running over here for the men and men because it looks like they only have really the three interior D linemen, but then once Ontario comes up to the ball, two of like the linebackers kind of come down to the line of scrimmage almost like a 5-2, but I'm not really sure what I'm seeing. We'll figure it out, Nick. I know. It's only the third quarter. You've had enough time. Third, uh, second and 12 coming up for the Warriors here. Miller has them lined up. 
at the 27, takes the snap. He's being rushed. He's being blitzed. He gets out of there somehow, rolls to the left. He's going to try to get back up near the line of scrimmage, and he will do a good job to do that. The original line of scrimmage, I should say. So he'll pick up two or three. And again, a third and long for the Warrior offense. They'll give him three yards, third and nine coming up. Yeah, Briar Miller really applying that pressure off the off the left side of the line and caused Miller to have to scramble and pick up a couple. And Miller will come off. And Frank House now will step in. And the shotgun for the Warriors, third and nine. They'll take the snap and give a jet sweep off the right side. Minutemen have it bottled up and taken down. Frank House is going to go down at the 30. And it looked like, was that Miller or DJ Johnson on the chase there? Yeah. And it'll set up a fourth down. And it was a good job there from the Minutemen defense to, because it looked like they were going to try to horse collar him, but then they moved their arms down and brought him down by the waist to prevent I, that call. I want to say that was, I don't know if it was Miller or Johnson, but yeah, Nick, I thought they might get a horse collar yeah, call there. Close. Apparently didn't get him up high enough, thankfully, for the Minutemen. Kern will punt. Takes a good snap, gets it away. It's a high wobbler, short punt. It's going to bounce and roll Ooh. past Wyndham. Let's it go, and it's going to roll down to the 25. So all things considered, and not a bad punt there for Kern as he gets no. the benefit of the roll and picks up some extra yardage there. So the Minutemen will set up first and 10 at their own 30, and they lead it 10 to 7, looking to extend this lead to hopefully double digits for the first time tonight. Neither team has been able to break away from the other. The Minutemen finally have a chance to do that here. Still got to get A.J. Young a completed pass tonight. They've rolled him out a couple times to try to get something going, but just haven't, haven't gotten him into a position to make a nice throw yet. He's been under pressure most of the night. First and 10, Minutemen at their own 25. I think I said 30 earlier. 25-yard line. A.J. Young takes the pistol snap, and we have a whistle for the play. So, yeah, I stand corrected. Uh, Minutemen have it at their own 25-yard line. So, either an illegal procedure or a false start there. And it was an illegal procedure. So, a uh, five-yard penalty. First and 15 coming up. And that'll put the Minutemen back at their own 20. 5-12 to go, third quarter. Now another whistle. Well, they marked the ball as a 10-yard penalty. The uh, chain gang over on the sideline had it as a 5-yard penalty, and it is going to be a 5-yard penalty. Yeah. So the side judge there was the one that came in and made the correction. 5-yard penalty, first and 15, minute men at their own 20. A.J. Young in the pistol, two wide to the left, one to the right. Sends a man in motion, takes the snap and gives. Off the left side, it is Hudson Moore. Bottled up after a gain of one or two. They'll give him two. Second and 13 coming up for the uh, Minutemen. As the Warriors 
for the most part, have done a, a decent job of kind of containing the run game. And it men have had a couple long ones, including the second play of the game, 96-yard touchdown by Carter Newman. Uh, the Minutemen have they've rattled off a couple of five or ten yarders here and there, but for the most part, Warriors have kept them at bay. Second down, 13. A.J. Young in the pistol from their own 22. A.J. takes the snap, back to pass, and... Yeah, I think they got Hudson Moore leaving early. Yep. Just before the snap, so another five-yard penalty. It's like they go up, they go back five, up three, back five. And then occasionally Ontario will throw in a penalty. Yeah. Tell you what, this drive is on pace in real time to take like an hour and a half. It's been two minutes of game time, but the Minutemen have had the ball for 45 minutes. So second and 18 now coming up for the Minutemen from the 17-yard line. A.J. Young now will... Line up the Minutemen in the pistol again. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Takes the snap, gives. Hudson Moore off the right side trying to find a hole. Keeps his feet moving, able to get out to the 20. And a gain of two. Stay tuned after the game. We'll give you the Hills Landscaping Heisman player of the game. Right now, I'd say it'd probably be Carter Newman, Carter just, Newman. Because yeah. of the, just because of the big play. I mean, that's been the game changer here. Third down, Minutemen take the pistol snap, and they'll run it up the middle again for no gain. So fourth and long coming up, and A.J. Young's going to have to put together some punt magic here to get out of this hole. Cooper Dreibelbiss there was stopped for a loss of two. 10-7, Lex on top, 3.17 to go. Clock is rolling here in the third quarter. That is a huge stop for the Warriors because this is potentially going to be a big flip in field position here unless A.J. Young can get a good punt away or maybe maybe just maybe the, the Warriors will muff this one. Peyton Dugan back to return. Great snap. A.J. Young, it's blocked at the line of scrimmage. It's still going to go forward, though, now bounce backward, and Carter Newman's going to pick it up and fall down. And that ball barely got past the line of scrimmage. And a big blocked punt there for the Warriors. They blocked a field goal. They blocked a punt. And now they have it. First and 10 at the 20-yard line on Lexington's side of the field. Not what you want to see if you're the Minutemen. And now they've got to try to rally and stop the Warriors as the Warriors are going to start this possession in the red zone. And Miller comes back out to run things at uh, quarterback here for the Warriors. So first and 10. Ontario will send Peyton Dugan off to the right. Still trying to get a lineman on here. The <laughs> Warriors. A lineman. 12 seconds on the play clock, but they'll have plenty of time. Two wide to the right, two to the left for Miller in the shotgun. He'll send a man in motion left to right. Takes the snap, fakes the give, throws out into the flat. He's got his man. It's Braxton Hall, I believe, out there on the far sideline. He makes a move and gets past a minute man defender. 
And he'll pick up eight yards. Yeah, quick little pitch and catch. And Hall limping a little bit after he got up there. Yeah, he took a good shot. And who's to say it's not another cramp for the Warriors? Yeah, no They've kidding. Had two already tonight. So a gain of eight, second and well, a gain of seven, second and three coming up for the Warriors at the 13-yard line. Miller takes the snap, gives Studer off the left side, dancing around, finds a hole, finally gets through it and gets a first down inside the 10. And he'll dance his way up to about the seven or eight yard line. And now a minute man is down on the field. And now he'll get up. That was Joe Caudell, the freshman there, just trying to get composed. That was pretty good patience there from Studer. He kind of looked like it was a little counter play and was very patient running. And then he made a nice little cut, able to pick up seven. So first and goal. And now Caudell will sit back down as he just needs another minute here. Maybe he's cramping. It looks like he's kind of reaching for his toes. And, he, man, tons of cramps here tonight early on. But you know what, too? I, I, most of the kids that are cramping are playing both sides of the ball, and they're playing every down. So That just kind of shows you where both of these teams are with depth. Both teams lacking a little bit of depth. Ontario and Lexington, both really young teams, but Ontario more so. Lexington does have, I think I, I think it was 16 seniors this year, but yeah. They do have a lot of freshmen playing as well, so it's. For Lex, it's kind of a mixture of veterans and brand-new kids that have never seen the field before, and really nothing in between. Ontario's got a lot of younger kids. First and goal from the seven. They'll give off the left side, and trying to get to the goal line was Studer. And it looked like it was that same play that just ran previously. And Chase Studer will get to the... Two-yard line, second and goal from the two coming up. Minutemen need to rally together here and get a big stop. Oh, they marked him out of bounds back at the five, so really only a gain of two there. Second and goal from the five. That's a little bit better for the Minutemen. We'll see if they can get in the backfield here. They line it up. Everybody's in the box for this one. Miller takes the snap, gives Studer up the middle. He's going to be wrapped up, and he's going to be stopped. Gain of one, maybe two. Third and goal coming up. Big play yeah, on the way. I say Ontario had three backs in the backfield with Miller. They are fully prepared to go run the ball there. And the Minutemen had everybody in the box as well and prepared for it. He's a big play. Four down territory here probably for the Warriors. Looks like the ball's marked at about the... The three or maybe the three and a half. It's hard to tell from our vantage point. We'll call it third and goal from the three. Miller with a bunch of backs in there in the backfield. A little bit of a jumbo package in there. They'll give it off the left side. Studer stumbles, and he's, he's short. short at the one. Fourth and goal coming up from the one. And now we are going to have another timeout. And, and another, another minute, minute man, man down. down. Might have got 
hung up in the bottom of the pile there. I can't see who it is. We'll take a quick timeout while we've got a second. 10 to seven, minute men lead it, but Ontario's got a fourth and goal from the one coming up when we come back. 108 to go, fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, FearTheVillage.com. Speaking of Mason Green, that was him down on the field. He's walking off under his own power, but with a little bit of a limp. Big hit there for the Minutemen on defense. Need him back. Fourth and goal coming up. Warriors break their huddle on the near sideline, and they'll <laughs> empty. come in with it. They'll go five wide, three to the right, two to the left. Miller. Going to go under center. He's going to try to sneak it. Minute bid, run it. Oh, and they're oh, going to say he got in. Man, he must have reached at the end there. Oh, my goodness. He must have reached for it because he's laying on. he was laying on the one. But Miller, Oof. what's he listed as? Oh, he's probably tall. 6'3". With those long arms, yeah. must have reached. 6'3", <laughs> 150 is what he's listed. <laughs> man, he was definitely, his body was him. down, but he... Must have reached across. That's whew. close call there, but they gave it to him. Touchdown. And the extra point on the way. It is going to be good. From Trey Booker. So the Warriors have their first lead, 14 to 10. And the Minutemen in danger of losing this three-game winning streak against Ontario. See if the Minutemen can answer. First time they've trailed. Well, first time they've trailed since week eight of last year, I believe. <laughs> they shut out Madison, and then they dominated River Valley in week 10 last year. Well, I guess if you count... Week 11, of course, against Senior High in the playoffs. They lost that game. First time in the regular season, though, that they've trailed since middle of October last year. Trey Booker will get the ball from the referee here in just a moment and get it teed up. Back to receive for the Minutemen. It's going to be... Jackson Wyndham deep. Up short will be Briar Miller. Jackson, uh, excuse me, Jamarian Fagan and DJ Johnson. Minutemen haven't had a great chance to return a kick tonight yet. Outside of the opening kickoff, which they fumbled, the other ones have kind of not been returnable. One was kicked out of bounds, in fact. This one is going to bounce and go into the end zone for a touchback. And instead, we're going to might have an offside on the, uh, on the Warriors. So we'll re-kick it, and hopefully that'll help Lex. So for those of you listening at home, none of the kicking team players can run past the ball before the kicker kicks it. 
So somebody got a little bit of a head start on the run up there. And that should mean that the – well, we're trying to get the kickoff football back out here on the tee. What is going on? we got to get the ball back to the 35 here. They were waiting on the football. Well, now Bachman's coming out here to kick. Interesting. So maybe they've got some sort of uh, – oh, he's going to – well, maybe he is going to kick. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to change kickers here. Not exactly sure. Maybe a little squib. I don't know. I'm not sure why your, your starting kicker couldn't squib it. they got to have something playing here. It's being onside. Maybe so Miller's comes. such a good kicker that they just don't use him because he'll kick it through the end zone every time. Maybe they want to kick it, like, down to the two, and he's got such a good leg. Oh, you're he, joking. He's about to boom he, it into the end zone he here. He can't contain himself. <laughs> he either kicks it into Lexington or he can't kick it at all, and he kicks it high, oh, yeah. end over end. Wyndham will field it, and he's going to run up with it at the 20 in a pile of bodies. Gets out over the 25, out to the 26. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good kick. I mean, a moonshot. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. So Lex will try to answer. 56 seconds to go in the third quarter. Where are they setting up at? About the 25, 26? And it will be 25. Lex will take over at their own 25-yard line. It looks like Dreibelbiss will be in there at tailback. A.J. Young in the pistol. First and 10. They'll give to the up man, though. Hudson Moore is going to try to squeak through there. Plows through a bunch of Warriors and gets out to the 33, a gain of seven. Now they'll mark him at the 32, a gain of seven, 32 and a half. Second and three coming up. Good start there for the Minutemen. A.J. Young in the pistol again, two wide to the left. It's Fogel in the slot, Johnson out far to the left, one to the right. Young takes the snap, gives Hudson Moore up the middle. He'll get the first down. Over the 35, out to the 36-yard line. Maybe the 37? Just past the 36, so Lex doesn't have to run another play here in the third quarter, but it looks like they might. A.J. Young in the pistol once again. Two to the left, one to the right. He'll send Hudson Moore from his right to his left. They'll take the snap. They'll give off the left side. Dreibelbiss, 40. He's to the 45. Lowers his shoulder. Gets out no, uh, near another first down. And that'll be the end of the third quarter. And it looks like it is a first down to end the third quarter for the Minutemen. So when we come back, they're marching. They're near midfield. Minutemen will have the ball. At their own 47 when we come back, trailing 14 to 10 to start the fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in 
Lexington, complete access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen football on fearthevillage.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Setting up to be a great finish here at Copeland Field inside of Nist Stadium at Ontario High School. The Minutemen right now trailing by four, 14 to 10. Got some work to do, but so far so good on this drive. They've marched out to the 47-yard line, their own 47. And they'll start the fourth quarter in the pistol. Two to the right, one to the left. Hudson Moore on the right hit. And Dreibelbis stepped just a second too early there. He knew he was getting the handoff, and he went early. And a false start on the Minutemen. That'll back him up five yards, first and 15. Now from the 42. I mean, on that last carry of the third quarter, Dreibelbis had a huge hole, and I think he was... Excited to get another one there. Went just a step too early. So they'll come out in the pistol again. Two wide right, one left. Hudson Moore, Dribblebus with A.J. Young. First and 15, takes the snap. They'll give Hudson Moore off the left side, dancing around, and he's going to get a yard. No, the ball squeaked out. It was a fumble, and it was recovered by the minute, Ben. I actually gained five yards there with the fumble. And they will. It's another fumble, though. I mean, that's Lexington's, what, fourth fumble tonight? That's one way to gain yards, though. I guess. (laughs) So Hudson Moore did fumble it, but the Minutemen jumped on it. Second and ten coming up. They're back to the original line of scrimmage. Right about the 47-yard line, A.J. Young in the pistol. Takes the snap. He'll give. Dribblebus up the middle. No gain there. Third and ten coming up. Big play coming up here for Lex. Be a shame to see him stall out here. The drive started really well on the ground. They marched it out here to the 47, and now they're stuck. At the 47, third and 10. A.J. Young will uh, give him the play here. 10 on the play clock. He's going to send Crago out wide to the right. Fogel out to the left with Jackson Windham. He'll send him in motion. Takes the pistol snap. A.J. Young rolls left. He's looking, throwing down the sideline. He's got him in. It's Braden Fogel. And it was tipped away at the last second. Are they going to count it as a catch? And they do. I guess he must have stepped out of bounds before he lost it. But he had it inbounds. And a first down minute, men. Braden Fogle with his first catch. On varsity. And A.J. Young with his first completed pass this year. And a first down of 12 yards. Now ran ran right to the stick, sat it down, A.J. threw a strike. From the Ontario 43, it's first and 10. A.J. Young in the pistol again. He takes the snap, gives off the left side. Dreibelbis tackled by his ankles back at the 45, a loss of two. And the Minutemen go backwards. After a great pass play. And 
Lose a little of that momentum. Only second and 12 here, though. They got a couple more tries to get it. As A.J. sends him out again in the pistol. Two to the right this time, one to the left. Hudson Moore on his right hip. A.J. takes the snap. He'll give it, though, left side to Carter Newman, who cuts back up the middle, and he's still fighting. Spins out of a tackle down the far sideline. First down, down to the 25. Huge play for Carter Newman as he got out of there. Yeah, right when you think he gets bottled up, he hits a little spin move and gets a burst of speed up there down that sideline. Gain of 19, uh, gain of to the 23, gain of 21. And a first and 10 for the Minutemen coming up as soon as we have a stoppage. Timeout Ontario? I think. I think you're right, Nick. I think Ontario I think so. took a timeout there, yeah. but not, not exactly. It definitely know. wasn't an official timeout. I think Ontario took a timeout there. As they're honoring all military personnel here at Ontario. 9.47 to go, fourth quarter. So it was a uh, timeout from Ontario there. That's their first of the half, isn't it? I thought. Well, that's what I was thinking, but just heard from someone that they've used two. I'm not sure if they had to use one for one of those injury timeouts that went long. I'm not sure. I'm not either. <laughs> the scoreboard is not correct. Well, now it says Ontario has one timeout left. I guess we'll find out. First and 10 minute men. At the 23, A.J. Young in the pistol sends Wyndham in motion. He'll step back to pass. A.J. lost it, corner of the end zone. He's got a man, Braden Fogle. Touchdown, Minuteman. 23 yards, he lobbed it to the corner, and Fogle was there. Minutemen get the lead back, 16-10. to 10. Oh man, what a what a ball there from AJ. Finally had some time to set his three feet and throw a strike down the field. And that's what your your freshman's gonna do. He's gonna be a star on the basketball floor. And you throw a jump ball to him in the corner of the end zone, he comes down with it. Man. So AJ Young will try to make this a three-point game with the extra point. He's one for one tonight on extra points. Jameson will hold. Snap is back. It's a good one. Hold is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. 17 to 10. And a timeout. 9.38 to go fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. What a gutsy play call there for the Minutemen, and A.J. Young makes a heck of a play, and Fogle went up and got it. 
Simple as that. I mean, great play by Fogel to go get the ball, but couldn't have done it if A.J. didn't put it right where it needed to go. I mean, that was just a perfect play all around for the Minutemen. Good play call at the time, too, because Fogel had one-on-one -on -one coverage yep. with a DB much smaller than him. Yeah, you're not going to see much, many DBs, if any, this year that are going to match up with him or Carter on the outside. I mean, both kids so tall and lanky. Same with Crago as well. I mean, Lex is going to have the mismatches in the with their receivers in the secondary. So 9.38 to go fourth quarter. Minutemen back on top by three, which is tied for their biggest lead of the night. They were up 10-7 to earlier. They're now up 17-14. A.J. Young has it teed up right here at the 40-yard line. Down off just to our left. He will run up, and he will boot it to the near side. That's going to be caught at the 11 and brought out to the 15, 20, to the 21, to the 22. Jitterbug wow. out to the 25, down to the 28. And a nice return there for the Warriors. That was... I think that was Guy. Might have been. Guy Trader, yeah. Yeah, a little shifty kid. Yep. The way their eights look in this with this gold and the light, it's hard to tell if it's a zero, if it's a six. Yeah, that's a good return. All Especially like on the front numbers. So Trader, yeah, been really good returning on special teams tonight for the Warriors. And they'll have it first and ten at their own 28-yard line. Minute men up three. 9.29 to go in the ballgame. Miller takes the snap, and before the snap, another timeout, Warriors. And according to our intel, that was their last timeout, but Nick thinks they might still have one more. Yeah, maybe I'm mistaken, but I thought they've only taken two. So another timeout on Terrace. So I think so. We think we've come to a consensus here in the press box, and of course we're not official <laughs> by any means. I mean this is up to the referees, but we think that Ontario does still have one timeout left. But I mean with 9:28 to go, three-point game. That's huge. Yeah, they've used two of them. But we'll see what they've drawn up here out of the timeout. Miller in the shotgun, one on each hip, takes the snap. They'll give. Minutemen are in there, but they get out of the backfield and out near the 47, a first down for the Warriors on the handoff is Drew Yetter. Whew. Hasn't had a ton of action tonight, but he lowered his shoulder there to get a couple of extra yards at the end of the play, and the crowd loved that one. Yeah, he did. First Man. down, Warriors out at the 50-yard line, a really good spot there. And the Warriors have some momentum back. First and 10, they'll go with that two-back shotgun look again. Miller takes the snap. They'll give again. Yetter off the left side again. This time, Minutemen are there. They can't get him, though, again, and Yetter gets out of there for another gain up the near sideline, a gain of... Gain of two. He must have stepped out of bounds. Two, yeah. So thankfully for the Minutemen, they should have had him for a loss of two. He's able to get out of there. Gain of three. 
uh, gain of two. Yep. Second and eight coming up, but the Warriors across midfield at the uh, Lexington 48-yard line with 9.14 to go. Yeah, Yetter a little bit. Seems like he's got a little bit bigger of a burst of speed than Studer does, and he's still just as strong. Miller in the shotgun again. He's going to roll right this time. Miller's going to take it, and he's going to be hit, and he's still going to get out of there, but he's hit again and brought down on the far sideline. Hudson Moore gets him for a loss of three. That was a designed run there and nothing available for yeah. Bob and Miller. I say the Minutemen just did a great job of just stretching that all the way towards the sideline, and Hudson was able to shoot through there and bring him down. Big third down here, third and 11. Huge third down for the Minutemen on defense here. Got to get the ball back and – Try to string together a few first downs and run some of this clock down. You definitely want to try to get the ball back and at least switch the field position here. Even if Ontario ends up having to punt, they're going to punt Lex deep most likely. Miller, third and 11, takes the shotgun snap. They'll give off the left side. Yetter's got another hole. He's got a first down to the 40, down to the 38-yard line, and he just got enough for it. Down to the 38. He needed 11. He got 13. Give him 14 down to the 41, or down to the uh, 37, excuse me. And Yetter three times on this drive has taken it off the left side, and nobody's been there for the Minutemen. Miller in the shotgun again. They come out quickly, one wide to each side, one back on each side of Miller. First and 10 from the Lex 40, excuse me, uh, from the Lex 37. Eight minutes to go in the ballgame. Lex up by three. Miller takes the snap. Back to pass. Looking. Braxton Hall down the near sideline. And it hits the back of Jamarian Fagan. And they're not going to call a pass interference, or are they? Nope, they're saying incomplete. I, I, Great coverage by Fagan. He had his hands up yeah. in the air. He was running. I mean, he was stride for right stride. With, yep. Didn't grab him. I think that's a really good no call. Another underthrown ball by Miller, and that time it just hit Fagan in the back of the head. Well, and that's why I feel like they probably didn't throw the penalty flag because Fagan had his hands up, the ball was underthrown, and also Hall didn't really make an attempt to come back for it either. He had a step on him, so that's probably why he thought it was going to be over. So, I mean, Second and way. 10 from the 37. Miller in the shotgun again, takes the snap off the left side. Yetter this time, the Minutemen get him, only a gain of two at the 35. And they're going to throw a flag, I think, on Hudson Moore for tackling just a little too roughly there. <laughs> I mean, it looked bad, but it was a clean tackle. Just the way he kind of drove forward, and yeah. he drove Yetter back, and it kind of like bent his, his body his yeah, a little bit. Like trying to take I his helmet I don't, off It wasn't something. after the play. It wasn't a dirty play. It wasn't a helmet-to-helmet, helmet, and they got Hudson Moore for it. Hudson Moore livid over here, trying to plead his case. The Minutemen really upset about this one, and Coach Saris, oh, they're going to call a face mask, but I'm not sure. I, I did not see a face mask. I, I mean, maybe I missed it. I didn't see it. I thought they were just getting Hudson for maybe being a little Personal aggressive through the play. Yeah, I, I didn't see a face mask, though. Well, that's a huge penalty. Yeah. First and 10 now. Warriors in the red zone at the 20. 
Miller in the shotgun, takes the snap. They'll give up the middle. Studer now going to bounce it outside to the right. He's got one man to beat, and he's going to beat him and tumble down to the one. It'll set up first and goal for the Warriors at the one. That penalty was just, that's a huge penalty. And that is not a great call, to be honest. I must have simply missed it, to be honest, because I didn't see it. And that's a huge call. It was the makeup call for the pass interference. They didn't get down here I earlier. I guess. I guess. <laughs> First and goal from the two. Miller going to go in the shotgun, one wide to each side, but they're going to run it here. It's just a matter of which way. They will run it with Yetter up the middle. He stopped. He got stuffed. There was no phantom reach across the goal line that time either. Second and goal from the two. 6.50 to go, fourth quarter. Minutemen clinging to a 17-14 lead. Need a big goal line stand here. Clock is rolling. Warriors come out. They'll have Yetter and Studer. Well, they'll have Studer on the right hip of Miller. He'll take and give to Studer. And they're Nothing stuffed again. again. Maybe a loss of one on that one. If I'm the Minutemen, I'd almost think about a timeout here because, I mean, Ontario is going to I'd just keep loading the box, make them throw it. Yeah. Third and goal. And they gave him the line of scrimmage, third and two. Third and goal from the two. So here comes some more big boys coming in. Six minutes left here. Could be potentially play of the game here. The Minutemen can get a stop. Definitely four down territory for the Warriors here this late in the game. Miller in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's going to run it off the right side. He's bottled up, but wow. escapes back to the left and touchdown. The Minutemen had him, but couldn't contain him from coming back to the left. He went right. Minutemen were all there, and he somehow got out of there and came back to the left where there was nobody. 5.38 to go, Minutemen down three now with the extra point pending, and they're going to have to answer. And like you said, Nick, the last team to get the football might win tonight. Yeah, that's a good heads-up play there from the sophomore. Wow. Trey Booker will attempt the extra point. He's two for two on the night. And make it three for three. So 21-17, Minutemen trailing by four, 5.38 to go in the ballgame. We'll take a quick timeout on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Well, been saying it all night. Looks like it's going to come down to the end, and nothing has changed. It's coming down to the end. We're nearing or past the halfway point of the fourth quarter here, 538 to go. In the ballgame, Lex has all three timeouts left. Ontario only with one. The Warriors will get set to kick it off. 21-17, Ontario lead. And the Minutemen 
Did look good on the last drive, though, so that's promising. They got a strike back here. They did. Don't have much time. They, they could punt and try to get a stop and get the ball back, but uh, you no. might have two possessions left in this game. We can get a quick score right away. But oh, here comes Miller to kick off so again. So Miller will kick it again from right to left, 5.38 to go. They'll run up and boot wow. it. Wow. Pretty good end over end kick. Windham, nope. Johnson will take it from the 10 to the 15 to the 20. To the 25, and the Minutemen will have decent starting field position. And we've got another Warrior down. Man, who ended up at the bottom of that pile. So the Minutemen will have the football at their own 25. Got to march down and get a touchdown here. Field goal won't do much. And like I said, maybe with their timeouts, if they were to have to punt or turn the ball over, maybe there's time for two more possessions. But got to get it done here if you're Lex. Yeah, why not take another shot right here? Yeah. I mean, Ontario's got the momentum, but... You can take a shot right here, and I mean, it's first down. Mason Van Tilburg gets up there. He was on the bottom of that pile on the kick return tackle. So A.J. Young will try to come out and complete a come-from-behind win here. And his first career start at quarterback. First and 10 minute men at their own 25. They break the huddle. They're gonna send Cam Crago off to the left by himself. Braden Fogel splits off to the right with Jackson Windham. AJ Young gonna be in the pistol with Hudson Moore on his right hip. Carter Newman right behind him. Your best playmakers are on the field. And the minute men looking to do something big here. AJ Young takes the pistol snap. He'll give Carter Newman up the middle. He's bottled up and he's gonna maybe lose a yard. Second and 11 coming up. It just seems like they're gonna have to try to get something, whether it's a pass or a run, something going outside yeah. here. I mean, stuff up the middle worked early with Hudson Moore, but it's been Few and far between for the Minutemen. So Ontario definitely made some adjustments at halftime. They're, they're paying off. Two to the left, one to the right. A.J. Young takes the second and 11 snap. They'll give it Newman again. Bounces around and falls backwards for another big loss. All the way back to the 20. And it's going to set up third and 15. What do the Minutemen have hidden in their arsenal here? Got to have a big play. The clock is running, too. They don't seem to have any urgency here. You don't want to kill too much of this clock in case you do have to punt it away. A.J. Young sends one to the left, two to the right in the pistol again, and... 
He's calling a timeout. Play clock was going to expire, and that's a big timeout, too, for the Minutemen. Didn't want to use that. 4.05 to go. Third and 15 coming up. We'll see what they've got here. I'm surprised, though, on the first down, like you said, Nick, I would have, after Fogle made that catch, right. come out and just take another shot. Yeah. I mean. See if you can get the Warriors off, off guard and. Well, now it looks like Miller's coming in here to play defense now for the Warriors. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, on first down, first and ten, Ontario's got the momentum. Why not try to throw, throw something deep and catch him sleeping right away? Because, you know, first and second down, the Warriors are keying the run, and it's been clear because up the middle just hasn't been there in the second half like it was at first. Here we go. Both teams ready. Third and 15, A.J. Young from his own 20. In the pistol with one split off to the left, two to the right. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. Throwing deep down the far sideline. Got him in. Craig goes out there, and it goes through his hands. He had it. Oh, he was just a step away. What a play and what a throw by A.J. Just a step away. And the Minutemen will have to punt and try to play some solid defense, get the ball back here. But field position now is huge. As unless there's a booming punt, the Warriors are going to have this near midfield. And Warriors have blocked a punt tonight already as well. A.J. Young will punt. Trader and Dugan back to return for the Warriors. Really good spiraling punt from A.J. Young. Going back, Dugan's going to let it go. It's going to bounce. It's going to take a Warrior bounce, but not much of one. At about the 35-yard line, a pretty good punt for A.J. Now the Minutemen have to clamp down. Got to get some stops here, and to be honest, I would just send the full house. Send you might house. as well. Make, make Miller make a play through the air, and if he does, you just got to respect it and Shake his hand and walk out of here, but I would stack the box and you never know. I mean, if Ontario sees a big blitz coming, maybe they fumble the snap. Maybe there's a bad exchange. You got to put pressure though in the backfield. 3.50 to go. Three fifty to go, fourth quarter. Ontario 21, Lexington 17. And on the first carry from scrimmage, Drew Yetter off the left side, gets out to the 40. Gain of four. And the Minutemen have another player down over here on the near sideline. Another injury timeout. So second and six coming up when we come out of the timeout. Third, uh, or excuse me, 3.30 to go in the ball game. Ontario with a four-point lead. What do you know, another cramp. I think I think it was AJ Young down here, but I'm not positive. Hmm. Yeah, the player that's down is kind of being 
hidden from us by this Ontario sideline. Can't get an eye on who it is, but. It might be. Or Jamarian. I know, I saw, yeah, I thought, I thought I think it was a single digit. It is, Jamarian. Yeah. I was thinking too, I, with AJ, they've kind of, Coach Sarah said he wasn't going to play much defense, so I was going to be surprised if that ended up being him. But of course, when a player's laying on the ground and you can't really see their number, it's hard to make out. But. Second and six. Clock will roll as soon as the referee blows his whistle. Warriors have the football at their own 40. They'll come out. Miller in the shotgun. Yetter on his right hip. Got to watch this run to the left. Yep. Miller takes the snap. He's going to run it himself off the right. He's going to have a first down, and he's going to be tackled at the 48-yard line. And now the Minutemen are basically, if the Warriors get a first down, it's pretty much over. Got to stop them right here. Two forty to go, fourth quarter. Clock is rolling. Miller in the shotgun. Takes the snap, hands it off. Yetter again off the left side. It's just been wide open all night. He has run off this left side at will in the fourth quarter. Nobody there. It's just a simple counter every time, yeah. too. I mean, there's nothing special about it. Timeout Lex, but if Ontario gets this first down, that's the game. Well, and like he said, it's nothing special. It looks like it's just a stretch play right over to the left side, and that's it. Second and three coming up when we come back from the timeout. 2.28 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen with one timeout left. Just got to hope for a fumbled snap here or something. I mean... Or maybe uh, just a miscommunication and maybe get a sack in the backfield, but yeah. get a get that last timeout off. But Minutemen just haven't been able to key in on that run game, especially this Drew Yetter counter to the left play. I mean, they, he's probably run it six times here in the fourth quarter alone, and it's been a positive gain every time. Minutemen really haven't been around. So we'll see if the Minutemen can come up with something here. Got to get in the backfield, though, and yep. blow this up. I mean, that's really your only hope, Miller. And now what? Another whistle. Now they're making Carter Newman come off the field. Hmm. I wonder. Maybe bleeding. They're wrapping up his knee. Not sure. So here we go. 2.28 to go in the ball game. Second and three. Miller. 
the clock shouldn't be running. There was a timeout. Lexington called a timeout, I thought, a minute ago, unless there was an injury. But Lexington took a timeout there. Miller's going to run it off the right side. He's got room to run 40, 35, and he's going to fall down in bounds. So what was the stoppage of play? I clearly saw Coach Saris taking a timeout on the last play. That's what I thought, too. It does say they have one timeout left. I don't think the clock shouldn't have been running there. Uh, I don't know. The clock ran for 30 seconds after yeah. Lexington came out of a timeout. Why is the clock running out of a timeout? That's, uh, yeah. That was a big mistake there by the referees. First and ten. It's not going to matter now. This, Ontario's going to. Bop and Miller's going to run for a yard, but. Yeah, that'll be pretty much the I don't game. even know that Coach Saris caught that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. And now Lex just used their last timeout. I mean, what good is taking a timeout, though, if the <laughs> right. clock's just going to run out of the timeout? <laughs> I'm extremely confused by that. Huh. So the Warriors are going to escape with a win, barring a bad snap. I don't think it would have mattered, but still, I, I'm not sure why the clock ran out of a timeout. There should be about a minute 45 on the clock At right least, now, which yeah. – in theory, you know, the Minutemen could have gotten the ball back with 20 seconds left, which, you know, it's a stretch. But still, I now Ontario's going to take a couple of knees and get yeah. out of here. I'm not sure. I, so Miller's going to run off the right side. He's tackled after a gain of one. Unless they did have two timeouts left, did Ontario just take their third timeout? I, I, <laughs> Coach Saris just ran on the field. I don't know what's going on. Well, I mean, Ontario, in theory, what, can run one more play, yeah? Yep. Which, like I said, though, there should be 30 seconds more on the clock than there are, and Ontario, Lexington, should have a chance to get the ball back. I just, I'm so confused. So Ontario's going to run the clock down, take either take a timeout or a delay of game. So they'll take a delay of game. Looks like the rivalry might be revamped a little bit out here. So 25 seconds left. Ontario will be able to take the knee, and they do. And Ontario going to get out of here with a win.
So Nick just went over and got clarification. Well, then Lexington should have still had a timeout then. Did they have to use a timeout? So there was an equipment quote-unquote timeout that the referees called. It was an official timeout, but, on, but Lexington was charged a timeout. So they should have had two timeouts left. They only had one. And instead of having the ball back with 30 seconds, Ontario gets out of here with a win. So 21-17 final. Lexington opens the season with a loss here at Ontario. They're going to have to look to rebound next week against Shelby. Ontario will start 1-0, and they will host Norwalk St. Paul next week. Final score, 21-17. We'll take a quick break and come back with final stats. And the Hills-Heisman tonight from Copeland Field on fearthevillage.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen football on fearthevillage.com. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. H.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here inside of Nis Stadium on Copeland Field, where the Ontario Warriors a winner tonight by a final score of 21-17 to start the 2022 football season. Minutemen will look to rebound next week with their home opener against Shelby, and Ontario will host. They'll have another home game next week against Norwalk St. Paul. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you here on the FearTheVillage.com postgame show. Nick has final stats for you tonight. Yeah, so. And Nick, go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, like Corey said, final score, Ontario 21, Minutemen 17. Uh, let's see, total offense here for both squads. The Minutemen had 224 yards of total offense on 46 plays, averaging right around five. Five yards play. The Ontario Warriors, 20, 260 yards on 53 plays, averaging right at four and a half, uh, 4.9 yards again. Uh, passing yards for the Minutemen, uh, A.J. Young was 2 of 6 for 35 yards in the, the touchdown pass over there to Braden Fogle. Uh, Bodpin, Bodpin Miller was uh, 10 of 16 for 165 and a touchdown. Uh, rushing yards, the Minutemen, 189 rushing yards on 40 attempts, uh, 4.7 yards a rush. Uh, the Warriors, 95 rushing yards on 37 attempts, 2.6 uh, yards per rush. Uh, the Minutemen had uh, two turnovers. They had two fumbles that they lost, but they fumbled three times overall. Uh, the Warriors with the one turnover with the one loss fumble. Uh, there's I mean, penalties for both sides. Minutemen, six penalties for 50 yards. The Warriors, seven penalties for 50 yards as well. Uh, some other notable stats here. Uh, Carter Newman had 11 rushes for 124 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Hudson Moore, 16 rushes for 80 yards, uh, average five yards a carry. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Drew Yetter, he was really the catalyst in that second half that really uh, got the Warriors' rushing attack going. He had seven carries for 48 yards, mainly on the on the same play right off this left edge. Uh, he was able to find a weak spot in that uh, Lex defense, and uh, Ontario really exploited it. Uh, and, and the passing game for the Warriors, Dylan Floyd, he had 11, uh, four catches for 99 yards and the one touchdown. But uh, Bodpin Miller, I mean, he came in clutch down the stretch. He had the the one, he had two rushing touchdowns, one with the reach across uh, on the far end zone and then here on the near end zone. Uh, he, he looked like he was going to be bottled up and then made a nice little cut to the left side and was able to score uh, the, the go-ahead touchdown. But, I mean, overall, uh, a lot of... A lot to a lot to work on here for the Minutemen. I mean that defense they really they really looked good at some points, and then there was some there were some spots where the Warriors really exploited them. Uh, but it's week one uh, of a long season. Uh, you, you hate to lose to the backyard rival here, and you would have loved to pick up some playoff points here as well with them being in our in our region now. But uh, I'm sure uh, Lex was going to be ready to rebound and take on Shelby next week, which is always a, a tough game and. I think they'll rebound just fine and be ready to go. Just a couple of uh, scores tonight as 
It is Thursday after all, and not everybody opened up tonight. Crestview beat Loudonville 49-14. Crestview stays hot and looks to continue their dominance from a year ago. And Tiffin Calvert comes back uh, to beat Mohawk 26-9. Heartbreaker here tonight for the Minutemen. Lexington falls to 0-1. They lose this one to the Warriors, who improved to 1-0. 21-17. Next week, Lex will host Shelby. Ontario will host Norwalk St. Paul. Lex trying to get back on, uh, back in the win column, I should say. And uh, win next week would correct tonight's loss to Ontario. So we'll see if they can rebound and get back at it next week. For... Uh, Kayla Durbin down on the sideline doing a great job as always. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at uh, VSBN Radio. As a ginormous moth just flew in here. I mean, this thing is, this is the biggest moth I've ever seen in my entire life. Just flew in the window, and now it's just hovering over my head. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Rachel Durbin who got some pictures down on the sideline tonight as well. Thank you to my broadcast partner, Nick Lazier. I am Corey Durbin saying one final time, Lex falls tonight at Ontario 21-17. We'll be back next Friday night from Lexington. Until then, have a good weekend, everybody.